Hello, all lovebirds and hate hippos, and welcome to another edition of everybody's favorite white privilege podcast, <laughs> Love on the Brain. Hate hippos. There's some hate hippos I've out there. I've never heard of that. I just made it. Oh. The podcast about 2021 love <laughs> relationships and psychology centered around the ridiculous reality show, The Bachelorette. Moving quickly, we are already Fast, a week yeah. from hometowns, and we always know it goes quickly these last couple of weeks, and summer just seems to be going pretty quickly for me. I know we just got home from vacation. It was not even summer yet. And that month or five I weeks know. has seemed really, well, really I've been fast. talking to my clients and they're already like, so school's starting up soon. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking like about? in a few months? Like August 18th. Right. That's crazy. That's like three weeks, three or The four summer weeks. when we were kids used to just seem forever, right? Well, just we didn't like... start until like yeah, after true, yeah. Labor Day. The day after Labor Day. That's Labor Day was here. always, you're right. It is in California. I think that's weather-based. They're based done like late May. Yeah. And then... They go back. I wonder what would you like better. My first instinct, I think I like the Labor Day. I, I like, like to go Labor through Day, Labor but Day because Labor Day was such a big deal for us. I yeah. don't know. I really, I, Labor Day was always September also means school for me because like yeah. I want the whole month of August and the smell of September. Even the smell. I was yeah. just thinking about the smell. I don't know why 9-11 came up for some reason. It was the random fact that Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be on the flight. Did you know that? What? And his, you know, the the show Entourage is based around Wahlberg and his buddies. Him and his buddies that were on the entourage yes. eventually were supposed yes. to all be on that flight. Oh my flight. god, I, was, I had Zuckerberg in my mind. <laughs> That's so crazy that you say that because, and actually, wait, let's do this Did whole thing. Did you say Zuckerberg? Let's do this whole thing. I you said, said Wahlberg. I said Wahlberg. If you listen to our astrology podcast, you name Mark Zuckerberg as one of the Geminis. And I say a quote from Mark Wahlberg, and you react so weirdly. And I'm like, oh, she said Zuckerberg, not Wahlberg. But then I was looking <laughs> up Wahlberg today. His birthday is June 4th. Do you have a thing with Zuckerberg and Wahlberg where you just kind of fucking put them together? I mean, it makes all the sense in the world. Mark W. Berg, Mark Zeberg. It's right there. It's right fucking there. They couldn't be any different as people. But I think Kyle, you I do guess that. I'm for exposed. exposed. <laughs> You're Wahlberg Zuckerberg. Exposed. No, it's just been exposed. Oh, shit. <laughs> but anyway. What so, was the quote that you said um, from... I, it was so awkward because you didn't... I don't even think you would know it anyway. It was like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe go fuck yourself. It's one of his departed quotes. So you reacted like not laughing. But I think I would have written because there are so many Gemini people to choose from. I chose one. There's no way you would have chosen Zuckerberg. There's no way I would have chosen Wahlberg for you. Oh, I would have chosen chosen Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah, because he's kind of a genius. Zuckerberg is one of my least favorite (laughs) human beings that have walked the face of the earth. But he's like he's so opposite of who I am and who I stand for (laughs) as a human being. That's so I crazy. Thinking, like, Compared to Wahlberg, mind. Wahlberg, who went to jail for beating two Vietnamese men when he was a Great. child. So we would that's prefer more that. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying prefer either one. Okay. I'm saying the truth. Well, listen to this back and see if you said Zuckerberg because I could. Have I sworn said Wahlberg. Said. Yeah, well, I'll leave it as is. I don't even need that. I know I did because I'm re- I'm reading right off this thing. Marky Mark. Actually, I'm not. But anyway, how did we get there? Nine <laughs> Eleven, September, <clears throat> the smell. Because that's a crazy thing that he was on supposed to be on that flight. Same with Seth MacFarlane. They both had tickets on that flight that went from Boston to LA that crashed oh. into the one of the, the to the that's how I said it was a random video that a girl okay. is like what look there she's all nervous it's actually a fascinating video she's like they just drink they're from NYU and they're just oh my god they're drinking apple juice and they they have a camcorder you know it's only 2001 so it still kind of looks old and they're it's like why is she setting up 
the camcorder and she's like mom if you're watching this it's just apple juice blah blah this and all this corny stuff and she goes ah and they turn over and the plane crash like goes or no i guess at that point Whoa, the plane had already crashed yeah They're, they see it come down and she screams it's a crazy crazy video and then i got into the wall oh, it was uh the Wahlberg stuff and when they talked about that <laughs> and i saw that video i could smell september school mm-hmm. is what i was mm-hmm. getting to through this and no i, I like, can smell it's fresh backpack and like new backpack, new supplies. The school hallway, especially yeah, even itself, like, was like had a very unique waxing. I think that yeah, that they was just deep done cleaned it. over in the. Um, so yeah, I think September school tip. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I used to really get into all that September 11 stuff. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm morbidly curious um, about everything, so that's one of those things. Actually, on every 9/11, I like to watch the. Howard Stern live uh, show of it because he does a great job. He's by minute by minute. He's in New York City too, so he's minute by minute, and he was the biggest voice in the world at one of the bigger voices. It's really fascinating. He takes it seriously. They find out more and more how serious it was. I remember mom coming into school. Mm -hmm. I was in fifth grade, and I was playing Game Boy with Bobby Ulick. And I did, obviously knew as a kid something big with had happened because she walks in, but she was acting like it was you know, but no big dick. So what are you supposed Wasn't to do with a kid at that like, point? Wasn't until like I think she I, she sat me down on the couch and explained what happened. Yeah. When we got home. Yeah, I still it's it took but me a while. But dad was at, was gone, so I was well, terrified. Well, yeah, he was in Seattle and he had to get home. And he then has a I met my boyfriend on 9-11-2017. 20, 2017. <laughs> and you will never forget that. And I'll never forget. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, moving on from 9-11, <laughs> we'll do another episode when uh, Paradise airs on one of those days around right. there. So <laughs> anyway, before we get into our Bachelor segment, I'd like to talk about some different things going on in the world for all of those listeners out there that are not just Bachelor Nation, as they so call it. Did you see billionaire Jeff Bezos' rocket heading up to space? Big deal this week. Um, Have I heard about it? Yes. Do I give a shit? No. No, but you should give a shit because he's an awful person. That he's, Kyle, <laughs> that's over. I just realized the other day that I have a, like, I had a, my reality was that the world's ending. Mm. And I didn't notice that that was part of my reality lately until I was like, oh, like all of a sudden I was like, I don't want to have a family. Nothing feels exciting anymore. Whoa, okay. And then I was like, why? And it's like, oh, because the world's ending. Why would I want any of those things if they're never going to happen? Mm-hmm. I think like the pandemic, hearing about people's problems all the time, mm. social media with like, I followed so many, you know, social justice oriented, mm-hmm. climate change, politic stuff that it was, it's just all about how shitty the world is. Right. And like the billionaires and the, the, financial disparity between us and then My living least thing in the world. like trying to get financially independent but it's so threats. hard like it just hasn't felt good so i've like kind of shut it all off mm-hmm. um to, Which to help save to me do. a little I, bit I so i can 50% i'm somebody who needs a lot, like hope in their life and excitement and i've just been needing to rearrange into right. the good things you in life. have I absolutely have that um, the world's not ending so no but I can see why well, I would so feel why like that. So why don't you tell me what's happening? Like, why yeah. is that? Why do I need well, to? Well, I guess. What's he going to do up It was there? a huge like, thing. It, it happened the other day. I just wanted, it was a very interesting thing <laughs> Did that he go happened. up or he it's just been was happening able to? For, he finally was able to buy, have enough money to privately fund a rocket ship, which is crazy. It took NASA forever to get the funding to, to, to get to the moon. He just wanted to be the richest person ever. I don't know if he wanted this. You to get to space. privately own a rocket ship That's and what's send crazy. it to space. And not just that. He like auctioned off spots. The well, the one good thing he did, which was trying to save face, I guess, this woman who was like... Um, 
shut down from NASA because she was a woman years and years ago. She's 80 years old and finally got to go to space and she was oh. the pilot. So that was kind of cool. Okay. Um, it's all, you know, it's, I don't know. But Jeff they Bezos. have to it's get ambiguous. like, they have to get regulations for that, right? Because you can't just send shit into space a, and not think it might t- affect this, this has been in the works for a long, 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 long time. And it's just very odd to, to do it. I, I, so you didn't see the picture of what it looked like because no. this has a lot to do with it. Should it, I look it up now? Do you remember Austin Powers? Um, are you familiar with their movies a lot? There's this one um, I've scene. I've only seen one of them. Okay, yeah. There's this one scene, which is me and my best friend's favorite growing up, where Dr. Evil flies in a rocket ship. Kind of, you know, he's the billionaire. He wants all, he's the evil guy. And he flies in the rocket ship. And they keep making these puns on how it looks like a giant penis. So if you look it up in real time, it's like not even hidden. It is as phallic. The blue origin. It's as yeah, it's as phallic as a as a as a new rocket ship can look. Like it's almost oh the new shepherd. It's purposely phallic looking, and that yes. can't help but that be symbolic. While you know the the, the disparity in wealth is absurd. People I'm are, just gonna launch my fucking rocket. It's like space. everyone thinks I shouldn't do this. Here's my big ass fake dick going into okay, space. Okay, so what does he get out of it? He, I mean, it's cool to be able to say you went to space. He looks like... Dr. Evil. An alien. Yeah, because he, he is. He does look like Dr. Evil. And this is where this this whole conversation starts. You know, it's just such an odd thing. Uh, it's capitalism at its finest. You know, he <laughs> earned all this stiff stuff in a lot of in a lot of ways. Oh, my gosh. So he, he's the, earned this. It, like, is that what uh, you just said? Yeah. My, uh, monetarily. Oh. Um, but it's like he's forgoing all the f- philosophical debates on what you should do with all that money. So Amazon itself is kind of problematic. Deep, I try. I don't order from Amazon unless I like absolutely have to, which right. I never absolutely have to. That's always an excuse. No, but it definitely, it has made a lot of people's privileged people's lives ve- a lot better. Oh yeah. In, in ways. And this is where it becomes kind of difficult. He provided an incredible service. He created a, an incredible amount of jobs underpays those jobs. Unfortunately, yeah, it's stories. all so up and down. Like it's all, it's all very difficult. Like, you know, I go to the store um maybe during the pandemic it's kind of stressful you don't want to go there you have this yeah the mask on i forget to order it you come back oh click boom Bang. at my door yeah. the next day next day delivery cheap, or whatever cheap prices. so you. if this was if he i guess my biggest problem with him is he doesn't the taxes with the rich people yeah. i'm gonna sound again so like naive and innocent because i don't know all the mumbo jumbo but i know a lot of them or most of them if not all of them have ways of getting around paying taxes mm-hmm. and these donations to charities and all this and that and it's mm-hmm. just that's where for me it feels like if you were just able to i should hear about you say what you want about bill gates yes he's up and down is weird stuff sometimes. I don't trust him fully, but you at least you hear about all the stuff that he donates to and all the stuff that he's doing. And that's, I just wish I heard more out of Bezos. Not my choice. Not my choice. I'm, he's a human being. You're, we're all, you know, you, I don't know about the responsibility you have as a human being. We can get into that argument is, <laughs> until we're blue in the face. You're not going to be able yeah. to figure it out because if there's no right or there's wrong free answer. Will. There's know, something that do? feels wrong to me. And I'll just say that. It just feels really wrong to I me. I hope like, you know, he comes back in another lifetime as like a lay person. Well, that's all we can. That's, that's kind of what I believe. Or, <laughs> or maybe he, worse, maybe he did. Whatever and he he just like he's lived that's lifetime a- <laughs> and lifetime and lifetime I and like that earned his way back yep. into this amount of power. 
until he finds an equilibrium of doing good in the world. Overarching theme is we have, I can't, I have no idea. I'm just, no, a, I'm I, a humble man. I gotta surrender that I, and accept that there's really nothing I can do about his penis rocket no, currently. No, there is not. Other um, than not support Amazon. I was wondering if there were people out there who like hope to explode it for sure. Definitely. Or even like a third cousin. Oh, it's already been in space? Yeah, it was over. It literally went up and went down within an hour. It was just going to space. That was it. It would happen the other day. So it's not going to happen again. Week. I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> it happened. It was like a race. Richard Branson did it. Uh, Elon a couple Musk, of weeks. Musk's going to do it. It's like this big ego thing, I think. And it just doesn't. Ew. It feels weird. What it feels very fuck? weird. But I don't, I don't know. know. What am I working towards? You know, like not a space rocket, but. Yeah, the element of non-judgmental is, I guess, important here. And that just... I've had a very long day at work, so my, like, non-judgmental tank is low. <laughs> so I might be very judgmental well, on today's podcast. I'm sure that'll be interesting on the podcast. Okay. So I welcome I welcome you as you truly are. Thanks. Um, I would say, again, about supporting Amazon and those kind of different things. If you look too hard into anything, a lot of times, and that's oh, overwhelming yeah. as a human being. Right. It, yes. It's overwhelming because don't look too hard. I guess you'll just like for me, if you didn't support anything that you didn't agree with, you'd end up naked in like a tent like in the middle of nowhere. To, yeah. Which some people would like. Oh, I would. Yeah, there's I just need some running water and some things. No, but. like I was just looking at a tarot deck I want that's on Amazon. But what I'm going to do is look at the manufacturer of that tarot deck and see if I can find it yes. on a smaller oh, business website. Not all- Will I have to pay like five more dollars because I don't have Amazon Prime? On that website, sure. But, like, can I do that? Yeah. Yeah, if you're not already doing that on Amazon. Like, I like to do that, like, like look on Etsy first because that's made by people. Or eBay offer up, those kind um, of things. Yeah, anything like that. Yeah, or the direct, like, too. company's website. But, and then when it doesn't work out and I'm pinched, I got to you know, Amazon, what are you going to do? Yeah, last case scenario. And I, this just popped up. I don't have this planned or anything, but the, the morbid curiosity has come twice up now in this already this your morbid just curious? morbid curiosity in general i obviously have oh, what do you a mean? huge like, I, I dropped it with 9-11 i just dropped it with oh. something else we just mentioned it and so i wait that came up with my client <clears throat> today who's 12 and just has this very dark violent loves to watch like violent and dark tiktoks right. yeah and it's obviously the huge thing in the world it's i love and i was years. talking about the shadow yeah because i've been doing a lot of shadow work lately right should I explain more? No. I mean, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> um, I'm into shadow Just work. like how so, like naturally things are repressed in us through culture and society, but also just our own personal path, if you believe in that, is like the shadow is things that we're attracted to and have in us, but we're not consciously aware of mm-hmm. or don't actually put out into the world it's deep conscious parts of us subconscious parts of us yes and a so of... it, oftentimes it's the things we kept we keep hidden from other mm-hmm. people or like we watch it and know it's not quote unquote like it doesn't feel right but it feels great we don't like, like it about ourselves normally ooh, consciously. yeah or like things we really hate about somebody mm-hmm. is also our shadow almost always has um, something to do with ourselves yeah so it's like when you have these extreme reactions towards something it's usually something you haven't consciously processed so it's your shadow is what they call it right and integrating your shadow is a part of yeah. awakening right it's yep. a part of enlightening because once you can see those things and make them conscious as opposed to someone like me who i knew these things but i would push them down and not confront them and once you confront them then you realize for me this is probably simple but 
realizing that everyone has a shadow then and just accepting oh, yeah. everyone and even base us like there has to be an element of oh, that or there's it becomes a lot easy. going on over there that's yeah, for so, sure so then there's a, and it becomes a little easier to see where people are coming how can they do those unspeakable things well they're not integrating their shadow they're not becoming conscious of these unconscious and parts it's just like you this world is composed of light and dark like there's every single suffering human I've ever and met like fulfillment and happiness and so it's like if we're wanting to watch like 9-11 and how these people died, it's so fascinating because it's so honestly few and far between something mm-hmm. that actually happens. You're probably not going to see it in your daily life. in a privileged world. Totally. And I think a lot of it too is probably biological where this is, okay, we're watching this. Don't do this. I'm yeah. not going to yeah. put myself yeah. in this situation. But, you know, it's like, oh, I need to see this so I can learn. kind of learn for and be in like, it's like evolution with any kind of animal. It's like, all right, I'm not going to go to that pond because that's infested with sharks and we're going to die. I'm always wanting to see a car crash, which is so awful because after I see one and I pass it, I have such a shitty feeling. Really? But if I know we're slowed down because of a car crash and then we pass something and it's like not that big of a deal, I'm like, oh, what a waste. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I, don't, so I don't feel but, shitty like, I don't want anybody to be hurt. Like, that is so sad. But there's something Correct. about seeing... It did. It happened. Like, human tragedy. It's truth in a lot of ways. Like, this thing happened. And it's... I think it just reminds us of our mortality. Yeah. And I've definitely... There's... I'm just so curious, as the listeners and my sister will know, that I want to know everything. Whether it's good or bad or not or anything. It's so hard for me to have video of... And listen, the, there was days where I was depressed in the deep dark of the web and i've saw some videos that i don't even want to go over because there's something people probably shouldn't see but i can't it's so hard especially when i'm not feeling super great about life mm-hmm. i can notice I, it's a lot more fun to watch oh this per at least i'm not matching you know, your energy <laughs> at least i'm not you know have my well that's yeah that's right what now. i've noticed too there's something either it's like you feel seen and that someone else is struggling maybe physically as much as you are emotionally mm-hmm. or Oh my gosh, it could be so much worse. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Big like, time. let me just remind myself of like worse things and then I can feel better. Yeah. So there's so your funny. take. I just on... talked about that today with well, my client. That's how it goes in life. That's life. So yeah, where were we? So just different things. And the other, <laughs> only other thing I'd like to talk about, which I don't know, there's like, I don't know if you saw Seaspiracy for a while. I was like, oh, we can't eat fish. Can't do this. I love almonds. Almonds takes too much water yeah. to produce. Fuck that. I can't do that. It just sometimes just seems like so too overwhelming much. and I can't do anything. And then I, you kind of have to pick and choose your battles as a, as a human being a, a lot of times. So once in a while, Amazon, maybe twice in a while. Uh, you know, all that stuff. Chick-fil-A, anti-gay, one of my favorite uh, fast food restaurants. And this I, I was lucky to lucky enough to read about today because that does it's just if you're donating. The problem with them was they were donating to charities that took um, anti-LGBTQ stances. Mm-hmm. And that is obviously so harmful mm-hmm. for 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 kids and for, you know, the people they were even doing, even though it is through charity, the once the money goes there, it gives more awareness to them. And it's Christian, it's Catholic, it's mm-hmm. religion. So it's all this kind of stuff, millions of or hundreds of years, thousands of years all intertwined. Chick-fil-A, you know, in my opinion is like Rachel K, you can't go to her on a opinions of high racism i don't need to hear about her i don't care what my fast food says about gay or whatever they're stupid they're dumb their chicken tastes amazing whatever but i did look it up after i was curious today and they did in 2020 say they are completely going against all of the charities that they were donating to so now Now i'm probably gonna get a sandwich tonight when's the last time you had chick-fil-a do you remember 
I remember getting it for my graduation party. We got, oh like, yeah, all those chicken minis. minis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, got, I haven't had it in years. I know you're not into sports, but this guy last night, or you're somewhat, but the guy who won the title last night, Giannis, such a cool guy, came from uh, the streets of, of Greece, didn't pick up a basketball until 10 years ago. And he's the MVP. He's the coolest guy. He's one of just like won? the Bucks, which is oh. the first time in 50 years. And he was like, he scored 50 points. Whoa. And he's just the coolest guy. Like everything is so much fun to him. And he grew up with nothing. Mm. And like now he has hundreds of millions of dollars and he has like a not the biggest house and every Aww. time like a teammate throws away a pair of shoes anything i'll take them whatever it is i'll I take them that. he's funny he's so like he doesn't care what people think online the, the cutest thing yeah i want you to look it up actually yeah. he looks do you know what he looks like no i'm looks gonna look just up. like andrew s so that's, oh, really? a, that's another tie-in to our episode gianna santacumpo well, I'll start with Giannis. And he and so he went to Chick-fil-A this morning and ordered 50 chicken minis because <laughs> he scored 50 points after That's 50 years so with cute. his girlfriend. He's looking at the Chick-fil-A. Oh, like, he's so cute. He's adorable. And he's looking at the Chick-fil-A girls. He's like, there's 150,000 people looking at your neck, like through Instagram live. Uh, and she's like, oh, OK. And he's like, I need 50 chicken minis. And his girlfriend's laughing. And it's just he a, does look a little he's like just him. so humble and adorable. He's and he's hot. a great you know, he's so sexy especially put on all those muscles and the and that's why he won i think only 26 lebron lebron james didn't win a title in 26 michael jordan didn't win a title in 26 LeBron, i'm over lebron james okay well he's another guy that does a lot of good for the world so. <laughs> um but i was gonna ask you you always say about like artists like musicians yes. who's come out with certain things you say separate the art, art from, from the, the artist artist couldn't you say that about chick-fil-a yeah, one thousand percent. I never. There was never a Separate time where I was food from the chef. I'm not stop. saying that's what I believe. Right. It's a philosophical conversation. She's asking. No, and that was for me because again, it's such an odd discussion too. Because, like, I do believe in the freedom of thought. I think once if if she like if people don't believe in in that a man and woman should be married, or only a man and woman should be married. Like you can think that. I just don't think you can say it out loud. I think you can like, I believe in the right to thinking. You can be an idiot. Like it's you're allowed to be a moron. It's forcing it on other people or actively going against once you, something. Once you're going, putting money into. Against somebody else's that thoughts. feels terrible. Or beliefs. Yes. That's, when, I agree. You can, like you're a moron, but you have the right to be a moron in a, <laughs> sure. in, in the world, I think. Just freedom don't of thought, inflict harm speech. on people. Don't know inflicting harm. And so it always, it just like, it just feels like, why do you have to come? It's like, come on. Just you, there's so many the good things you can and again they're giving to charities so they're supporting these but charities are there christian like charities. christian charities that aren't anti-lgbtq right. like isn't the aren't there bigger fish to so, fry right it's exactly what's happening but they only fry the or chicken chicken so. to fry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 i was a little late on it but um yeah so i don't know again chick-fil-a the the chick-fil-a sauce itself goes on the sandwich <laughs> and the waffle fries and the, the polynesian fry. sauce it was the waffle fries i would usually. definitely yeah it makes me want to have sex with a gay chicken sandwich even thinking about it but it's hard it's hard these days for a gluten-free dairy-free lady to get any fast food i will get wendy's on like a road trip i've gotten their spicy nuggets yeah those and, are special. and stuff and i i got chicken fries from burger king on our way home like when we travel between here and california I'll splurge and have something. I'm like, yeah, once in a fat good. blue it's pretty moon. Good. Yeah, I might get some tonight, but it's been a while for me from from Chick Fil A. But I think for me that makes me think of the mall. We want to lighten up the conversation. A the little mall. Bit. Yeah, Chick Fil A was in the mall. If you remember, that was the only yeah. place it was forever. It was in the corner of the food court, and it was my favorite yeah. part of the going to the mall. That's where we would go. It was so time. good. Sometimes Sparrow. Like, yeah, that was yeah another good. Oh, decent the Chinese pizza food. Place. There was- 
way so good. They had some really good spots. Orange Charlie's cheesesteaks was a big deal. Um, but sometimes we'd go to the mall on Sunday, and I'd forget they don't open on Sundays, mm-hmm. if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Again, very Christian organization. Just a very puritanical vibe with them. I think for a while they only hired students with like a 4.0. Did you know that? Jeez. That was a big deal. Actually, it was definitely a thing. I remember because I liked smart girls always, too. And I would go out and flirt with the cashier. I remember one time I said, I was like, um, you know, I knew you had to be chipper and have a good attitude and a 4.0 GPA. But I didn't know you had to be ridiculously hot to oh, work at Chick-fil-A. It got did, her. did not work no? out. No, no, no. She was like, she just smiled. I was like, okay, buddy. Just kind of move Gotta on. Go. I, I definitely have a rule now where it's don't maybe she was saving herself for marriage and didn't want to hear that from you very possible she wanted a good christian boy yeah and now you can get the vibes from me she probably almost blew up at the time at 16 <laughs> 17 talking to me but i was like um oh oh my rule was that uh don't don't hit on someone who's working I think is a really good oh. rule to do. I think that's a really hmm. bad idea. There's like a lot of my friends and it's just a guy thing. Like Even work, waiters? That's what I'm saying. Waiters and waitresses. Because first of all, it's dumb because there a lot of waiters and waitresses will flirt with you to get better tips. So right. first of all, you can't tell where they're not that. authentic. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, it feels so like, I don't know. You're just making, put it. I never it does feel make wrong. Someone, you're working for me and I'm like objectifying you I don't, in some ways. Yeah. And I don't want to put, I don't want to that make, hot guy that was at uh, the crab house. Hot little uh, cub. Yeah. 19 oh, years he old. He was so little. He was really cute. Had those Sad. really icy blue eyes. Crazy. It's and alarming. like dark ice. <laughs> and and it was, he was really cute. And I, yeah, I asked him, I was like, Where are you, how old are you? I was like, you're 24. And then I thought he, I thought he asked me how old I was. I realized, and then I had a couple of drinks, and then afterwards, because I said it's my birthday, I'm thirty. I was so happy that he asked. And I don't think he said that. I think he asked, "How old do you think I am?" But I said that thirty before. He he, I said thirty before he even before oh. I even said it. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, it was. No, I'm I, sure that's not the first time me. he's gotten that. He'll do great in Belmar. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, he was going down the down the Jersey Shore, <laughs> right? Okay. So yeah. So anyway, more mall talk. Um, I was uh, I was definitely a menace at the mall. We would just I don't yeah, know. You, you were. Do, were you there with your friends a lot? Yeah. We would go there. I would go to the mall. Be, I like going to the mall by myself, but my friend Jamie and I would go a lot. Yeah. It would just be like, let's go to the mall and just let's either make Kyle do something funny or just <laughs> kind of film stuff or do all these. I pranks. love to shop. Yeah, we, there was never any shopping. There. Yeah. <laughs> it was food court and no, walk around and flirt with shops. If I could do the food court, I would, or get Cold Stone Creamery, I Cold would. Stone was solid, for yeah. sure. Did you know that? I like that there was a movie theater there, too. Yeah, no, no, no. The Menlo Mall was I really cool. Like, Cheesecake there was, Factory. Once we got to like 17 or 18, we had been there for so long, we we're like, fuck this shit, we don't want to be here. But now, in my retrospect nostalgia, I kind of like thinking about Menlo Park Mall. Pretty cool. I do. I have, good, I have good feelings. Yeah, nothing crazy. Except for getting rejected from Abercrombie. Oh, really? Yeah. I worked at Hollister and quit in a rage. My Both of my friends worked there, so they put in good word, and I was adamant that they didn't hire me because I wasn't hot enough. That was definitely a thing at Amber Crombie. And, like, and I remember and picking out the perfect outfit. What are you going to do? Didn't work. It's also possible I wore a Hollister shirt to the <laughs> well, interview. That's not, that's not going to do it. Well, when, you, when I... Um, the smell. I was going to say audition so because it makes sense for for Hollister, but whatever it is, when I applied for Hollister, you, you apply for like a model, like in the front yes, of the Yes, that's what models. it's called. Right, yeah. right. So that's there's so it's much going on up. there. And my friend we worked at Pac Sun. You had a friend that worked at Pac Sun, oh, didn't you? Oh, for a fucking decade. Yeah, Brian was the manager there. And then Rachel worked there mm-hmm. um, for a while. That sounds familiar, yeah. And we would get discounts. Yeah, me too. That was big. I, I liked Pac Sun. Yeah, Pac Sun's a good their style. Jeans, for, I would always get their jeans. I like those. Yeah, they have a lot of Before good Before Urban Outfitters clothes. stole my soul. Right. As they do, do to many souls. But anyway, 
Speaking of bad things at a mall, did you know that I was banned from Bridgewater Mall? Yeah, right? Oh, god damn. I did you have like your picture story. up somewhere? Yeah, so here's the story. <laughs> I was in, I was <laughs> Tell in, us, Kyle. <laughs> I was in the food court, and this is before mass shootings were popular, but I was in the food court, <laughs> I got up on a table, and there was a lot of people in the food court, I remember, and I got on the table and went, excuse me, everyone, with my last voice very polite, excuse me, everyone, and I lit out my pterodactyl noise, which I can't really do anymore. Again, my voice was still very youthful, and I guess, you know, back in the day, I could definitely do a killer dinosaur screech, but very loud. I'm screaming. Children yes. start crying. Oh. Mothers can confused teens were laughing and i run away with my friends and my favorite part was a security card paul blard ass dude is running into the food court as i'm running out and you know like a hand on the walkie-talkie like it's the biggest thing that's happened yeah. to him all week and i look at him and go i saw the guy he went that way and he takes off running no, that way wait, I don't he, took that off, part. he took off running the other way so how'd they get you caught because i three or four steps later there was another security guard who snatches me by the arm and they took me down to this like little like janitor's closet and it was like all very funny like they were like kind of like laughing at it because it wasn't a big deal but also like gave them something to do my friends were waiting in the car they were kind of pissed because it just took forever but then they just made me like sign something like six months they banned me for from bridgewater mall i was like how are they i kept even saying i kept saying out loud like how are you guys going to how are you guys going to it was like a major feature there was like it's it was more story is that the is that the right the food court was less it's more beautiful than menlo park the architecture i would say itself was pretty it, it's only the only reason i remember it now is because a couple of times when we're staying at oh, Nemo's. yes it's right around the corner from yes, Nemo's, yes, so yes, then yes, we yes, go yes, there but it's no i can see why it, there's a a good a nice amc movie wow. theater i love there menlo too, through but, and through yeah menlo's what was the other one there favorite. was one more woodbridge was woodbridge. There, there, that, mom would tell us that kids would get kidnapped there all the time so we didn't go there a lot <laughs> What did that have? Woodbridge Mall. Woodbridge is good too. It's a very it was oh, now I'm, I'm, I'm over by like, Jose Tejas. Yes, yes, yes. He needed he needed a jog of the memory sometimes. Yep. I but was anyway. gonna say something I forget. Oh, your story of the um being put in the janitor's closet reminded me of when mom and I picked you up at Target. Oh, you were that handcuffed was to serious the, though. You were handcuffed to the desk. <laughs> yes, handcuffed. I was terrified the, another off duty guy. That makes sense. No, that was yeah, it was pretty bad. Those scrubs. No wonder I hate getting in trouble. Like, I saw all these things. I'm like, I don't want that at all. Yeah, no, this looks awful. A, that was crazy. I'm not doing that. I, yeah, I walked out with the scrubs DVD and the guy was off duty. He would have never seen it. He oh, grabbed my arm, but he grabbed my arm like he almost broke it. It was a big, oh strong guy. And he, I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, oh, no. And then he had handcuffs on him for some reason. I don't think he's supposed to have handcuffs. Jeez. And he handcuffed me until mom got there. And I was like, oh, this is this is. We have handcuffs have in the about. playroom. Well, and that's a whole different vibe. <laughs> that, don't make it sexual. <laughs> Sorry. What playroom? Oh, 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 in the playroom. In my therapy. office building. I'm thinking of like, oh, when we were kids Wait, that's true, because I watched Fifty Shades of Grey the other day, and he calls it his playroom. Right, that seems like a very oh, kind of thing that would happen, but. Um, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's Everyone's the only, working out child shit. It's not the only <laughs> time I've ever been handcuffed. <laughs> Have you ever been kicked out of anything? Oh, sorry. No. Never once. No. Like a bar, a party. No. Um. <laughs> no. Are you fucking crazy? Oh. I think I've been kicked out of a bar, I've been kicked out of a party, Yankees game, all for minor stuff outside of shoplifting. I guess it was pretty shitty. No. Nothing. Nothing ever. Well, no. still got time. <laughs> but anyway, closed on Sundays. I'm a Chick-fil-A. good girl. 
Close on Sunday. So this is like actually, I think one thing that religion gets right. Actually, or they get a lot of things right. Day but of this rest. Is, I think it's really important. Again, my instinct as an American when something isn't open, I'm like, "What are you doing? You're not marginalizing your profits. I need something now." And then I take a step back and I'm like, "What the hell? Why should Everyone everything be open twenty four seven? We've there's been more and more talk about the four day work week, yes. that I think is a really really smart. I just idea. took my own four day work week by taking Fridays off. And it's insane. I had my first like three day weekend in I don't know how long. Yeah, and I bet um, it's more last refreshing. weekend. And I was like, uh, "This is crazy." I felt so good. And, and if ready everyone to come did that, the then we could do that. The I only know. reason we can't is because not everyone does, right? right? So then somebody gets ahead of somebody else who gets ahead of right, somebody else, right, right. and then their money is all the and you yeah. Have it felt money. really good. And part of me was like, "Should I like be doing something? I'm so used to like this is the work day. Right. I should be working on a work day." And it's like, "No, you have Fridays off." Right. So that's cool that like you know give Sundays off or whatever. And in, in I don't know if you know about um, in Orthodox Judaism is the Sabbath. Saturday. And, yeah, and that's Friday night until Saturday night, and the culture is really cool. There's also the witch Sabbath culture, which is when witches meet with the devil at midnight. I'm sure you've heard of that as well. I've heard of Sabbats, which is our all of our celebrations. Like Black Sabbath. Probably a similar root of the word, yes. So anyway, but the Sabbath, um, again, is when you turn off technology and you don't drive anywhere even. You don't do anything along those lines from Friday to Saturday night. Connect with family is very important. Praying to God. You pray three times a day, I think. You visit synagogue and kind of your community and see what's going on with everybody. And then you, even the thing I read is you're supposed to contemplate your point in the universe is a very big Judaism thing. And I just think if everyone had that kind of day off and that day to reconnect, it would be really, really cool. There's a, um, I forget what it's called, but my friend is um, Jewish and you can, I don't remember if you have to like prove that you're Jewish. I, I, I forgot to ask her, but you can basically apply to get like a gift card basically for Sabbath celebration. Okay. If you say what you're doing it for, like you're with friends. And so sometimes she'll get like $50 from Whole Foods. You pick where you want it. Yeah. You get 50 bucks and you can pick where you want it from. And so they give you this money basically to celebrate or like honor Sabbath with your friends or family or whatever. And so we've done that a couple times when we do get togethers. I like the little, yeah, idiosyncrasies and the little differences that you can make. The one thing I don't like about religion is just the concrete nature of following this rule by this rule. So if when people have their own religion tied into duty, I'm like, that is so cool. But again, this is only one man race Catholic. Non-Jew, so, okay. yeah. <laughs> but we, um, I mean, even in Belmar, I would have no phone Saturdays, no phone Sundays. So I do similar kind of things, <laughs> you know, I not like as that. religious. I think we all but need I think more it's of really a break important. than we think, especially yeah. now that things are back open. We're like, oh, let's go, and it's yeah. like, mm, everyone take it easy. Yeah, like, disconnect. I think it felt really nice. I almost was like, I loved lockdown in the beginning. It was awesome. Oh, me too. Yeah, no but, doubt about it. But. Again, like I said, anything too strict gets to me usually. Like, I guess for me, if it's, you know, one random Friday night, if the NBA finals were on, it would be be tough. Mm -hmm. So I do have an acquaintance, I'll call him. I don't know him super well, but he was raised Catholic and became probably agnostic. And I know him a bit. He's definitely very spiritual of a person. Um, He's dating a girl for a while who was Orthodox Jewish and got more and more into it even while they were dating. And again, this is weird because there are different levels of Judaism, but she, I don't want to get it wrong. I think she wants to be modern Orthodox Jewish is the, is the right way to say it. And in the Jewish community, you know, again, I'm so ignorant on it, but I think they just really like it when everybody is Jewish in the family. And I was watching, have you ever seen Victorious? <laughs> I'd never seen it before. 
Yeah, with uh, Victoria Justice. Yeah, <laughs> never in Ariana yeah. Grande, my favorite girl. Yeah. I didn't even know she was like from that. A little bit, sure. No clue. I guess it was like 2000. That was right yeah, around when I so graduated. Different. She looks very, very different. But anyway, there's a throwaway. I was laughing last off watching it. I was watch. I was laughing really hard watching it. And there's this throwaway. Wait, scene. why were you watching it? It was just on. It was on, and I Cute. threw it. I, well, I, I think I think I saw a random picture on Reddit of like Ariana Grande oh, from okay. Victorious. I was like, what the fuck is this? I, I also like Victoria Justice. And, and then it came up, and you're like, let me just check it out. And, yeah, so it's yeah. three degrees there. So anyway, so I'm watching it, and the Jewish kid, like some uh, really hot girl in acting class, lays a kiss on him, and he's just like the virgin kind of Jewish kind of character. And he, his first thing he says is like. So I have one question. Are you willing to convert to Judaism? So it's obviously a very big thing uh-huh. that the, in, a, in a Jewish relationship to have everyone be sure. Jewish as opposed to interfaith. And I guess it isn't Catholic too. People talk about, uh, I changed to Catholicism for my mm-hmm. wife. I did this and mm-hmm. that. So it's not the, the newest thing in the world. But I guess it's a, my point is, I'd like to know how you feel about it, Jamie. What if, say Max suddenly had an experience that he knew Judaism was the true way and he could only marry a Jewish Orthodox woman. What would be like, I know there's a lot of questions that would come up before what I'm looking for here, but what, what, what would you think about that? Would you can, could you ever see yourself kind of converting? I know the way that you look into spiritualism is pretty religious. So you are, I would call you religious in a lot of sense. Hmm, um, so I don't know if I could see, that happening um that's interesting why do you say i, I seem religious spiritualism is real is religious religion because yeah. religious is like having faith in the unknown a lot of times it's like having the, the, there's a god there's a, someone who's doing all this I do a rituals, higher purpose higher and purpose I do, yeah and i i definitely do rituals i would say i'm like non-denominational right. religious maybe yeah. sure I don't know. I love Max so much and knowing him, if this was a really big deal and I felt like he was grounded in reality and not having a psychotic break, which mm-hmm. some people, when they have psychotic breaks, like oh, go yeah. full fledged, which is the only way realistically that I could see Max wanting to do this. <laughs> yes, That's why I had to name that. But should it be like, I, he's been Jewish this whole time, let's say, and I'm all of a sudden it's becoming this big deal. I think I would really look into it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty good at, I think taking what I think is good about a religion mm-hmm. and I would have to be honest and say, here's what I won't do that you're going to, that's part of it. That's, that's and then here's what I can offer mm-hmm. is like, I will learn more about it. I Religious will teach boundary this ping-pong. to our, but then I was, I don't think I could teach it to our kids because I'm not about having our kids. I'm having them pick a religion on their right. own. So the kids would have, well, at 18. I mean, not even then is I don't know if I believe that either. <laughs> so, but but totally, I it's um that's the hard part for me. If if you were asking me to live under strict guidelines and these rules that I didn't believe from the soul, yeah, don't think uh, I could, could do it. No, I couldn't do it. But I understand why someone would, and I think it's so hard. Every situation is so different, and having this belief in this one thing in this one pocket i'm just like there's just no way this one thing but you look at like you said before you look at all these cool things about the judish religions very very there's a lot of really really awesome things that go hand in hand with spirituality and it would just be so sacrificing to my own soul mm-hmm. and purpose and fulfillment in life yes just to dedicate for because somebody else wants me to for their own purposes you're you're asking the biggest thing of someone you're asking them for their soul and their beliefs there's nothing i wouldn't want to do that and like if anything it would lead to me hiding other parts Mm -hmm. 
or like feeling shame that I don't really believe in this, but I'm supposed to. Yeah. And like, I want it to be authentic. Am I doing this for the right reason? And I wouldn't be doing, it wouldn't be authentic. It would just be, yeah, it would just be because I told you so. And like, mm-hmm. that, I can't do that. Yeah. You'd have, like you said, you'd have to check it out. And then if it aligns, I would definitely you, check it out and ask, like, what are the, like, what does that look like to you mm-hmm. for me to do this? Yeah. And if I feel like those are things that I could totally do authentically, yes. Yeah. If I feel like they would really, if I could be honest with myself and tell me they would like crush me over time or it just wouldn't feel like me, then I'd have to, yeah. but it's so hard. Like how, what are you, you know, I feel very similar rid of, it's hard when you have to like not be in a relationship, not because you're not in love with the person, but because of these like, extenuating circumstances. circumstances. Yeah. That's the hardest part. No, there's no doubt about it. I don't know. So I there's don't... an extent of trust that there's going to be somebody out there that's just as good that doesn't have this uh, deal breaker. But if Max was like a uh, uh, full devout Jewish and he said, I don't really care if you are or not, that wouldn't, I wouldn't you'd Oh, no, not that. at all. That sounds but, great. But if he said, I, the kids need to be Jewish. I'd have to negotiate that. That would really, that would be really hard for me as I well. I would say we you can allow them to do that if you could allow me to offer them other perspectives as well right and then they can choose the, and that's an interesting argument. like if they a, get to uh, choose discussion. if they want to go with dad to synagogue or whatever and or they could choose if they want to practice something with mom yeah yeah that seems right to me um it's just or don't want to practice anything <laughs> are you really really give your kids the option of that man i wish i had that option when we were kids that would be great yeah well, i'd like to give them as much insight into things as possible yeah, because i think be. i think obviously like the way that they're philosophy. gonna grow up is like i definitely picture with all my like moon rituals that i do like if my kids want to be involved in it they can be they can watch mm-hmm. and if they find it interesting great or if it it'll be like my prediction will be like first be like wow mommy's amazing then i'll be like mom's an idiot and then yeah. I'll be like mom's amazing mom's an idiot just a pattern of that mom's burning shit again <laughs> <laughs> i know jewish girls are hot so that's the last thing i'll say okay so <laughs> good discussion jeff bezos space travel religion 9-11 um, but now more serious topics the bachelorette hey don't go away Quick recap, um, a lot of our content went home, I would say, <laughs> but I guess a couple major things happened, so just a quick refresher on the uh, previous episode, episode six, um, Katie opened with Keisha, and they're talking mm-hmm. I, about- I wrote Keisha in my notes. <laughs> they're talking about how sexy her men are, and goes into this masturbation thing where she's like hinting at it, very obviously, do you remember that, where she's saying all these euphemisms and they're not really yeah. catching on? <laughs> I Fakely. was like, how, I don't know, Jamie, You, I think we, we there's been a Fake. couple of times we- we fake i don't think the, i don't think keisha knew about it yet i think they did i think that that's that's good acting then very good acting by i both think of them. caitlin was acting more than taisha okay i think they're really good actresses i don't know i know them personally and <laughs> i think they were faking oh, it we can disagree the uh next uh, caitlin's all about like the sexual stuff like yeah i think they got no it. i remember her from her season was was very much but it she, was honestly this is like so pointless yeah it was very odd because obviously a producer thing this is definitely not a, a katie and thing. i listened to this on like another podcast where they were like and i agree like i'm sick and I'm curious your thoughts, like of the narrative of like men cannot control their urges. Yeah, I'm gonna go into it. And like, and then the opposite of Katie should be masturbating all the time. No, with Katie dildo. should be. Um, what's the word? Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the word. Jesus. Speaking of 
flattered that they can't tame themselves. Mm, and I'm just like, this is gross. Like, this is... Uh, I hate that narrative. They're trying... I mean, they're like, just... men can't control their urges. And it's like, half the men in there are probably like, all right, fine. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to talk about. Again, this... um there is a lot of times in life where I abstain. I mean, my friends discuss it all the time. It's not something that we're all like, it was like a college, like locker room thing. Oh, of course we jerk off every day. It's like, no, we really don't. We really don't. And I actually felt that my motivation decreases. And this is an interesting biological thing, I think, because it makes all the sense in the world, right? By your body's metrics, you've done it. You've, you've done everything there is to do is ejaculate. It's the only thing your body wants to do. You want to survive. So you've done it. You've accomplished everything. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I don't fucking need to do anything. I just need to eat and go to sleep. But anyway, your body can't tell that it's fake. So you just get complacent, I think. Not right. to mention, I've noticed definitely sex is better, too. But anyway, stupid bachelor premise. I get it for the show. I don't think any... They just didn't follow it. We didn't say it yet. They didn't follow so, it along this week. So it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, Caitlin walks in awkwardly and is like saying she doesn't want you guys to jerk off or whatever. And everyone's like, okay, whatever. It's just none of it really lands. Week off, whack off. That, yeah, whoa, that whoa. was a whoa, whoa. That was kind of funny. It's a week off of whacking off. Which again, everyone, every guy I know does that all the time. There's a whole subreddit de- dedicated to how much smarter you'll be if you don't do that kind of stuff. If you abstain and how much better it probably will be. But anyway, it was just weird. I don't know how if you wanted to add anything. or No, just that I don't like that narrative of like can't control yourself and now they have to all make comments to each other of like oh you're gonna be able to do it bro and i could tell like nobody really meant it except for blake yeah which i definitely believe he's got something going wild there what do you mean it definitely feels like he jerks off every day. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of guys that definitely do it every yeah. single day. It's not. They're not all. Uh, I think he was controlled pretty just are honest about it. I don't think he thought was he joking. Was, you thought he was nervous? Maybe. He made a comment. He's like said his schedule. Right. Oh, okay. To Kate, he was talking to Katie about his schedule. He was like, you know, like get up. Do something, something. Oh, yeah. I work out and you go in the shower and you're in the shower. So you might as well. And (laughs) and it's like and I was like, part of this could be funny, but I think there's a it's pretty. Yeah. On point. I can see that being a a, problem. And all the guys like pointed at him. Yeah. And he's always just Mr. Sex. So he's always talking about that kind of stuff. It comes up later in the episode seven. But anyway, that was like a lot of people talked about that from last episode. So I just wanted to touch on it. And then Justin had the wedding one on one. That was something. I don't really remember. I didn't. I remember not feeling an abundance of chemistry with them at no, the point. No, the biggest thing was Katie's dad bomb. Okay. That her dad that died, she found out wasn't her biological dad. What? <laughs> I missed that. You did? Yeah, I didn't even register. <laughs> it's on the night portion. That's why you missed <laughs> yeah, it. Because totally. you zone out. I zone out and they talk the yes, slow talk. Yes, she found out and I, I thought yeah, it was. Now it's sounding a little familiar. I thought it was right before he died. He told her. I'm not your dad. I'm not your no. biological dad. But then other people thought it was, um, which this could totally be checked, but. It was after he died, her her mom told her, and now her bio dad Oof. is trying to be in her life. Oh, God. And so she feels guilty for her dad to engage with her bio dad in any way. And, well, and it brought up dad stuff. And, I mean, it brought up stuff because the wedding date, she was like, it's hard not yes. to think about how my this biological dad familiar, will yeah. walk me down the aisle, but like my dad dad won't. That's that's a lot of trauma. That's insane amount of trauma. That's, that's more a, than divorce most from a young re- age. That like, sounds like more than a divorce. Dad, dad, not bio dad. To. That's really, really intense. Yeah, that is really intense, and it comes I'm, up with Justin. I, you know, if she gets jealous, I'm not surprised. Yeah, that makes so much sense, and she's doing a great job. Anything else before the the drag queen dates? 
Oh, I thought they were going to dress up in drag. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that would have been point, so much they were, they better done than that the yet, right? stupid yeah. pseudo roast. Yeah. I thought it was dumb. It was weird. It wasn't like there was not good stuff. No, Greg these had a guys are too poem. nice to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Aaron roasted Hunter a little bit, which is, there's a lot going on there. And Hunter, Hunter definitely got called out. I think that was the main point of the scene for the produ- produced wow, that show. Feels like so long it ago. really does, right? And he, there was this uh, after the previous week he had a big hunter episode. Again, he had one of the worst edits I've seen. I actually have been reading some stuff on him. He doesn't seem like the worst dude in the world. I not a match no. with Katie, but definitely got a demon edit. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think he was like a bad guy. I think he got caught up in the hype of yeah. like and he's, he's trying to feel confident and like. It kind of talks about how big of a bachelor fan he was. Do you remember that? Yes, and which, that was again, interesting. That would be like me going on now, knowing all the formats. I know. I know too much now. I can't. I can't. I would be to, doing the same thing in my head. Would I wouldn't to tell anybody you. what my thoughts are and who's going to be the top four. Yeah, that's totally how I'd that be seems thinking. Normal. Yeah, it seems like a normal thing to do. Because that's kind what of you do when you ridiculous watch. Ridiculous competition. And so like if this. you're in it, it's like fascinating. Yeah, especially if you're in it. And then I thought I wrote down that uh, Blake his confidence is really showing through. He's, he definitely feels like it came up in this most oh, recent yeah. episode too. He's pretty. He's like, oh, I'm going to hometowns. Like he, it was actually like it felt real. Like as opposed yeah. to a lot of times it feels manufactured and early no, in the was, season. Yeah. Katie called it out and those guys went home. But this was like, oh, Blake knows he's in right now and he's he's reveling in it. Yeah. And then Connor B. Catman gets the one on one and she reveals. I was so sad. What I've been saying since week one, which is just a friend zone. Yeah. Kind of. Pretty instantly, she's as soon as they go into the date, it's like, yeah, I've been feeling like he's a friend. Even though, like I've been watching you making out with him for like every single time you guys talk. The but breakup. Whatever, it's cool. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Do you which want we could do a whole episode on breakups. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think, think we have. Because I'm I'm really shitty at breaking up with people. Right, and you've never been dumped. Just the once over text. <laughs> right, right, and then right. after that, I said no. <laughs> uh, and he was like sunburned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's very. He's and a I've good done this many a time, artist. like where you're telling, you're talking to the person, they know, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, and that was the thing. He's like, I know where this is going. It's okay. Just breathe. It's okay. Like where he's taking care of her. Yeah. And that's the one thing. Like I don't want him to feel like he needs to do that. Right. I don't like that, actually. When you're breaking up with somebody, I don't want, or if I'm breaking up with somebody, I don't want them to take emotional responsibility for me. Part of me does, so I don't have to feel so fucking guilty. Exactly. But that's not their job. Like, I want him to be like, wow, this is really upsetting. Yeah, trying to think. uh, When I've been dumped, I guess I want to appear like... It's not bothering uh, you. No, that but much. like it is, but like um I'm gonna be fine and yeah. like yeah, and like, like you're not gonna crush And also me. it is like you usually really care about the person. Yeah, so he wants Katie to right. not feel terrible. No, I'm, I think you're right, totally. But it's obviously, you know, it's extremely it difficult was, to do in the time. It was the goodbye to the men that got me the most. Okay. They never really show people who get sent home yeah. on like a one on one. Usually they just leave. They just put them in the limo and goodbye. Or but that uh, awkward this Michael season. A gave him like a sweet kiss yeah, as yeah. only Michael A could. Greg was crying. Aaron grabbed his head and said something like, stay up, my boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's definitely, yeah. Connor, everyone was upset. Everyone liked Connor. And that's cool to say. And then Blake had a say anything moment. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's and that was bring that up. It's good hot. Stuff. That's a great idea. It's that there's never not been a, the thing the the chemistry afterwards. oh definitely but even the thing it's such a good idea Ooh. knowing that she he knows that she's down the dumps if i were connor watching that back where i just got broken up with because i'm basically told there's nothing in my kiss mm-hmm. and then oh, they point. make yeah. out Hopefully not an hour that. later uh, yeah, yeah, yeah oh hope maybe 
but Awful. I know what you're saying. And it she's was, all giddy and excited that oh, he's there. She's Ugh, like, this is exactly what I was missing. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. what Connor didn't have. Oh, you Connor. got it, Blake. Somebody said that that's going to be his big thing in Paradise. You know how they always make so a funny open? He's on Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's going to be his like claim to fame or whatever There's thing that goofy, yeah. he's like going to come in and his edit's going to be like, so I've been to kissing school and what I've been told <laughs> is, or I've kissed like millions of women or something like he's going to make it a thing. Right. But it was if like, he wants to, but I was also, it was the, it was more of the back to the future thing where he kisses uh, his mom and she goes, it feels like kissing a family member kind of yeah. thing. That's what it was. It wasn't that it was a no, bad kiss. No, it wasn't kiss. a bad kiss. Oh, right, right, right. We don't know. No, we don't know fully. I don't I think, think Katie's not good at a kisser, but I don't know. I've I, never kissed her. I, she looks like one of the better kissers I've ever seen, but that's just. Speaking of kisses at the end of the episode, she says Greg is the best kisser. Okay. And yeah, a lot of times it's just the, the it's like, because it's not like I've kissed someone and it's like, wow, you're a great, I, there has been times where I kiss someone, they're a great kisser, but I don't feel the vibe. I know you're a good kisser, but I like kissing yeah, yeah, yeah. this bad kisser better because I you like them feel more. It, sure. And that's what it was, I Aww. think, overall. Sad but little I liked Connor. I thought it was a good, I, you know, I thought there was a chance maybe in the future future for a little bachelor. You never know after Who could Paradise. Who match with in Paradise? But he's, yeah, he's got it. He's got everything. And I said that from day one. It's like, he's got this, this, and this, and this. But there's something that's not pulling it all together. Like more uh, swag. Real swag. Yeah. They can't just fake that. That's what happens. Because he's like, it's it's such a hard thing to tell people. Yeah, get more confidence. But you can't. But if you get fake confidence, you're going to look like a fucking idiot. So how the fuck do you even tell someone to do that? It's really, really difficult. So the big thing from that episode was who was, how many people were eliminated. Yeah. It was a lot. Are we good to... Yeah, Hunter, was there anything else the pre-rose ceremony, Hunter got oh, pulled, if you remember. Yeah. She like just, hey, Hunter, can we go talk? And I was like, is she waiting for him to say the right thing? And then Hunter's put on the spot. she had the rose and called his name. Yeah, so I'm thinking, okay, if he says the right thing, he's probably going to be in here. Why else would they do that? Probably production yeah. move. Either way, I'm not sure what Katie was looking to hear, but she didn't hear it. Um, our boy Aaron also got sent home along with Hunter, Trey, all the good, that's what I said before, all the good content guys. James. <laughs> James and even Connor Boxman, B all in one episode. Connor B. So like really yeah. fat was trimmed. I was a little surprised Brendan got that last rose at the time, <laughs> right? He, we just don't know anything about him. No. And uh, again, again, this is probably a good episode for us to skip. It was kind of boring outside of all the things yeah. that we just maimed. Um, and the heavy hitters that we'll see, a, a bunch of them are going to be on Paradise, right? Aaron is on it. Aaron's on it. I'm James is on for. it. Connor B's on it. Trey's on it. Fresh in our heads. That's only like three weeks away. Thomas is on it. crazy like that, which is interesting. That but hasn't been Thomas. announced that Thomas is oh, okay. on it, but so I've read. Spoilers. We'll bleep it out. Shit. I don't think most of our guys okay. care that much. But anyway. So. I wonder what will happen. Oh, never mind. That's next episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to anything before we get down to that episode? No, no. Let's go on. All right. Well, the date. Episode before Hometowns. Yes. The date before Hometowns. So this is a very big episode. I think every every season, this yep. is a pretty big deal. Because once you get to Hometowns, you have a lot more room to show who you are. You're, you're, she's in your area. You got more time to spend with them. Can't tell family. if it's like more different because they don't go anywhere anymore. Are they not going anywhere this season either? No, they haven't been. No, they're not. And okay. just in the in That's general, annoying. the whole season, it just does feel like Matt's season oh, and hers have gone extra fast. Okay. And then obviously Claire's and Tasha's felt really fast because they were cut in half. Yeah. But I feel like they have condensed them even shorter than it's what possible. it normally is. We'd have to look it up. Maybe it's something to do with podcasts as well. It's possible. Maybe. We'll have to we'll have to look it up. So anyway. This is when you absolutely find out when she, you know what the she lead, who, who the lead is serious about, and two guys still have not had a one-on-one at this point, which is has to be really tough for them, right? Mike P and Brendan. 
the firefighter. Yeah, and it's like, I'm about to bring this girl home to my parents, and I yeah. haven't had any one on one time really with her more than is. like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. That's when it really becomes like. I'm fucked. And that's what they were all talking about. They knew it. Yeah, they all knew it. And the, the dramatic date card reveals it's Greg who gets Greg, the next one-on-one. There's, Greg, I'm thinking there's two one-on-ones Greg, here. Two guys left. Obvious. What do no. you think of his Boom. reaction? Um, yeah, again, he was worried about the other guys because they because obviously that's going to really hurt. And But he did it as good a job as you can do. He's like, I'm so surprised, as I always say. It's always like, I'm what's the, so Blake, the Blake one that gets keeps it. getting memed? He, keep, he What did he say early on? Well, obviously this is really good for me or something he said something like oh, I haven't, I've been seen, seen, that. seen the memes a lot. um but anyway likes jealous yeah he has to be because he's, and... he thinks he deserves a second one-on-one and everybody knows the second one-on-one is extremely yeah, serious in bachelor which culture means that either brendan and mike aren't gonna get one that's why it's such a big deal too because in the one-on-ones you're forced to either give them a rose or send them home well this is usual like usually by this point one or two men are or women whoever's left are given a second one-on-one around this time yeah, no, because you're right maybe this is because the season. there's right been that. more one-on-ones mm-hmm. or so some whatever more people too i think maybe that has something That's to do true. with it yeah but again okay so blake says he can't envision anyone else having a connection like they have mm. and that happens a lot in the bachelor right mm-hmm. when they're, they're they're not seeing the other dates like the viewer is like us so even in watching katie in her date she'll be like all about the one guy so it would be weird for me to have that special of a date and she gets really connected with people to have that really special connection and then realize there's it somebody else feels that way and even more maybe if some person yeah. got the second uh, i think that's why a lot so of like, people oh, who um, who win the show don't watch it oh yeah would, yeah because then they're watching good point the I person think that I'd picks like them on these other dates and it really makes you doubt and you're not allowed to spend time with them while the show's airing right that's correct you're supposed to wait until afterwards well, because you, you don't have, want to be pictured you together. have sanctioned um hideout like meetings oh that's fucking cool <laughs> where you they give you like wigs and stuff awesome. to go and like pay for like a hotel room that's somewhere. probably so romantic in its own way right totally that's awesome um, but that's where Ari broke up with Becca, so that wasn't so romantic. Uh oh. On one of those trips. Oh, I th- Becca won. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. Wa- I wa- didn't watch the end of that season. Becca, and then on one of their get-togethers, broke up with her with the cameras there, which is so oh, fucked up. Oh, and they filmed it. Yeah. She they, was like, "Why are the, the cameras here?" They like told her something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And said, "I'm still thinking about Lauren, and I want to ask." reach Damn. out to her and see if there's another if i could have a chance wow yeah you definitely so didn't awful. do that with the tv but and she's opposedly in there yeah that, that, i'm excited for her she's very attractive i thought she was cool in her season too okay greg's date yeah so okay uh yeah see more of greg on his date and it's based on first the pike market in seattle it's seattle a seattle dogs date. what are seattle dogs i don't know that's what they say he's like are we doing seattle dogs and oh. she was like Seattle dogs aren't the only part of I know Seattle. Chicago, Chicago. What do you mean dogs? I don't know. Like hot dogs? I, I maybe. Is there eating th- stuff? I think it's a thing. I thought Seattle maybe you knew. dogs. No, I didn't know that. I Seattle know about. Dogs. I know about Pike Market. Oh, Seattle style hot dog. That's what. Yeah. Seattle been. dog topped with cream cheese and sauteed onions. Nope, I can't do that one. I like a Chicago, or a beach dog is cream cheese. I think my favorite's a beach dog, which is jalapenos What's and spicy mustard. What's the sushi mustard. roll that they put in cream cheese? Alaskan roll. That's yeah. They do a couple, couple different Boston. ones in cream cheese. I do like a, a salt bagel with cream cheese, but outside of that, leave my cream yeah. cheese out of it. I think. Totally. But you've you've heard of Pike Market. It's a big fish yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. And the and I remember the real gum. world. It sounds familiar. Seattle, 
they threw the fish and the fish said real world on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, From dramatic. Like the 90s this or is your go-to spot for any reality television <laughs> intros. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to, you haven't been to Seattle, right? I definitely no, wanna I want to go. It's a cool date. I'd like to go pretty bad. Seattle's beautiful if it's not raining. Yeah, falling. they were People like, that, but. they had fun with what they had. I'm sure everyone at that point is so sick of that freaking resort. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. you can't go anywhere, you're running out of ideas, but they, like, shucked oysters and made bouquets of flowers. Just very goofy with each other. Football. They just seem to really balance each other out very well. I, I agree. I, I just think it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so many, this, just this one podcast I listened to, they just shit on Greg so Greg much. gets shit on a lot, yeah. Well, I can see where people would, I, I can get around to the thought where he's going to realize, because this happens to me too, you're in the moment, it's like, wow, this woman's amazing, she has everything I need, we're having so much fun, and then you, the reality sets in, it's like, wait, I'm 26 years old, she's 30, like that's, I have four or five years, at least in Kyle Quayle time, that was a different guy, different I don't think they're going to be together, even if she picks him. Where he's like, yeah, he realizes, yeah, Katie's amazing, and that's true, but also there's going to be a lot of more amazing women out there. I just don't think he's purposefully playing her. Is that what they, people that are saying? Lots of people are saying like, he's manipulative, he's worse than Thomas, he's just better at it, like, all this stuff, and I'm like, no, like, I don't see that. I knew from the beginning this guy is just deeply insecure, probably from something which he'll, he gets into. It's a sad face. And yeah. then and then you act like you're cool and collective and you seem like that. And the reason you don't trust it is because it, there's a deep insecurity underneath yes. it. Yes. So it's somewhat fake or put on. Yeah. But he's still a really good person. Yeah. Those people should and be when the like, podcast. When he smiles point. and lightens up and is goofy, we just don't see it that much. He yeah. really is like down. You saw it a bit time. on this date where they were goofy with each other. And yeah. I think at the end of the date, he had that funny moth story and yeah it's a moth yeah. style joke, joke where you say this big long thing and it's a stupid punchline which i i you know i can get behind it it's not Respect. great but he's had a couple weird creative moments i think but he's there's more to it than i pick him apart he's i think he's great i think yeah he's a he's a good guy maybe he could be the bachelor though if he really wanted to be i think mm. i think a lot of people they love people they eat love that Greg. up the bland guy to the guy like every every bachelor every single bachelor like he needs to be at least a, at least come off as a little bit bland who's the bachelor with the most personality probably nick people it's love like Ben, and he's the mr <laughs> bland. there is no russell bland he is like the most bland he's dude so bland. and i think he's even made jokes about that yeah, i totally, think I, totally. and there's just some people who are like that again that's fine and i'm just saying that's what the bachelor generally yeah, likes peter was boring too yeah they're just they're not like even boring it's not fair they're not totally boring it's just like you need to be palatable to every person in the way that Ben's the ultimate bachelor he's just so palatable yeah he's just everyone like it's a lot about mid midwestern moms who don't like their husbands I think that's a lot <laughs> of where the bachelor like money comes around sure, let's go. <laughs> so midwestern Nancy's. there's a quick scene where Andrew and Brendan looking cute in yeah. the hot tub and Brendan's oh, yeah. obviously very very concerned and again, we haven't seen any kind of connection with them at any point, no, Brendan, at this he's point. he's not wrong. And he still doesn't know if he's going to get that final one when he's hoping for it. And then Michael A., uh, sketchy father, FaceTimes his kid. That's why we're trying to figure out if this is the right thing or not the right thing. Seems like an incredible father. I'm just making Very, jokes. Um, it was weird. Definitely odd. It was well, he's strange. getting filmed. Again, for me, I've had my friends and I film stuff always. You're a different person when the camera's on you. I don't yeah. care if you're the most honest person in the world. Yeah. Something happens He's to you. He's like, I need to show I'm a good dad. Yeah, and he it makes you, and it's not, it's not fair, but this whole show isn't fair. So, it's you know, he signed ridiculous. up for it. So, again, I'm glad this kid got to see his dad on this reality show. I mean, he'll go back to him and he'll have some all kinds of cool things that'll go on. So, anything before the night portion with Greg? Just they did have a little bit of a talk, like on some steps or something. And it was kind of 
deep you know katie mentioned like usually i'm calm cool and collected but i feel like awkward around you and giddy and he was like i feel like i'm in high school it's like that's um, a good sign and then he did she had a problem a little bit like how's it going i think she's really worried he's gonna leave and i've they've done this a couple times and the way they're setting this up and the way she's checked in with him and she hasn't done that with the other men as much is why and she was on nick Bial's podcast saying that her heart got broken this season is why i think he's gonna leave yeah no it makes a lot of sense i don't know when and if not him, then it, they could be blowing a Michael A. leaving out of proportion or her sending him home. I don't yeah. know. They're, you know, they always try to disguise They it. try to. But you're right. But they're she also keeps setting it up, up. She keeps bringing up him leaving. Yes. That led to me writing down, there's probably some things we still don't even see about what's happening with Greg. Because yeah. she's obviously very worried about it. Yeah. And yes, it's probably a lot to do with her. But I don't think she would bring it up this many times if she wasn't really, really concerned yeah. about it. And we haven't seen enough. To fully have that idea, no. but uh, an inkling. Because he's been super quiet. Maybe he's just really been struggling, like with the producers behind the scenes, yeah. saying like, "I don't know if I can do this." Well, he mentions he was four foot ten in middle school. Yeah, that could be why he doesn't like the competition so angle is, with the other men. I've I've dated a couple men where that's the case, mm-hmm. and that's a really big deal. Yeah. and I've had a, a couple kids clients where it's a big deal that they're the smallest ones in their class. Yeah, it's, it's like really not okay. For boys Man, yeah. to be like the slowest, the least strong, so competition or the smallest, based. like body size. It's a really big complex. Yeah, no, I get that it's... is fed and can really set you up, even though like it's hard to believe and it might sound like, but look at you now, like fuck you, right? Like, who cares? That's but how I feel. That can really set up your so obvious because he even said like my sister would like call out the thing about me, which I can identify <laughs> with. Uh, my brother calling out things about me that I was super insecure That's about. I was never called out about anything. And <laughs> well, like the last thing a middle school girl wants to hear is about how ugly she is, you know? I can understand that completely. <laughs> I think I've since a podcast. Anyway, I, yes, you have. That's great. <laughs> I can relate to how that really sets up your self, your core self-esteem. No doubt about it. To like, especially if it's coming from a woman, to point out things thing about really you, and then about. it's like that—not just your mom, but like an older sister can yeah. totally set up your confidence for dating in the future. So I totally understand. It's just like I—I I knew it. Like I know this is—I've dated him. Before. Yeah, and <laughs> in middle school is just that time too. It's like where you're starting to kind of hormonal oh, and like worst. girls. It was my least favorite two years it's of the my absolute life. Worst. And it was yeah, it was horrible. So to be uh, luckily, I was never—I was always on the taller side. So that's something, and I have really good friends who are short to this day that really, really, really struggle with it. And yeah. it's something that it just sucks because it's so stupid. There's no brains yeah, behind it. If you listen it. to Sarah Bolden's episode, she stands the short king. Stands the short king. And so do we as a podcast. We stand <laughs> the short kings all the Stamp time. Stamp it. And, and, you know, in the other side, if some woman doesn't want a shorter man, that's also okay. As totally long as you just be nice about it. A lot, there's so many, there's a lot of women where throughout my life it's very vitriolic towards, towards short yeah. guys or towards fat guys or balding guys and yeah. it's just but that's that's where the problem lies just don't be an asshole don't just be, be whatever you want is fine but at the end of the day look at greg now look at greg we now. Say that now but it's like you said he's it's not falling fair. in love with her yeah and he wants his that's what he said and he wants his family to meet her mm-hmm. and then they're like kissing in the rain and that the, was and awesome. the back talk love a rain cuss was like he feels like she is what's been missing and that he's found the love of his life yep and i was like gregory yeah and again, I've said that 34 times. All I'm saying is in the moment, it's not saying that he's lying to those other podcasts. I don't, I don't even the, know what they are. But the in love feeling is so inflamed. It's so strong that it's like, yes. Rapture. And again, we've talked about this in prior seasons. You're in the house. 
your main focus. You have one focus at this point. You're not. You don't have any writing, dude. No, you're not. You maybe you're reading. You don't want to hang out with these TV. dudes. You're not doing this. All you're thinking about is falling in love with this woman. So that's gonna make the everything seem so much bigger and uh, and work I'm so much faster. I'm starting to get worried that she doesn't find any money. I think that's a good thing for her, though. In the end, it's not good for the viewer, maybe, but they'll all be I fine. I want it to work out. <laughs> and I want to see it happen and orchestrate and be right about who wins. <laughs> but anyway, yes, he does get the. Hometown Rose. Rose. We will be meeting Greg's New Jersey family. I'm kind of excited for I'm that. I'm excited for that. Um, the pseudo notebook kiss and the fake rain, which I thought that was awesome. That was a great God. love. Rain Sometimes kiss. I just Very look romantic. up that scene in the notebook and watch it. We, I dated this one of my first girlfriends. I think we watched it nine times. Yeah. Not the scene, the fucking whole, <laughs> the whole movie. movie, which I watched again like a couple years ago. I was like, this movie is legitimately not good. Like if you watch the character development, the acting's okay. The writing, it's just Rachel like, McAdams this, is so. That's beautiful. the best thing. Rachel and 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 Ryan. And Ryan are just so great that they make they make this movie stand up and yeah it tugs on your heartstrings but if you really break it down it's like if I'm in my um, it's no Shawshank Redemption if I'm in my highfalutin film <laughs> critic opinion I'm like oh no, no. Yeah, which I love some romantic it's a Nicholas are. Sparks movie right like, that's that's the thing it's for, which I just eat up if you want to talk about that for women on <laughs> their brains on women in high school I think that's we can go a whole oh, angle on that as sure. well because that's really no I'm denying that part of myself because <laughs> I good. want to be able to watch those movies well, always I stand you for that as well ah! we <laughs> so then um, we're gonna find out uh, who gets the final pre-hometown one-on-one yes between Mike and Trendy Brendy and it's Mike Mike P Mike P. I wasn't super surprised that he got the last one. They seemed, again, their connection seemed slightly farther yeah, along. Yeah, I remember him needing, like, more time, even from the beginning. Yeah, like, and the, he's the been episodes. interesting. And he's been, they've had good, like, they did that one date where he stood out and they all this and that. And they had the, a nice kiss. And then uh, Brendan starts to unravel a little bit. Mm-hmm. He realizes he has zero shot, uh, constantly, even though he says, it's going to go good. He's like, he's manifesting. <laughs> it's like, it's going to go good. I'm going to go talk to him. I'm going to knock on the door. It's going to go good. Then we get the chapstick confrontation. <laughs> Where he knocks on the door and she's taking a he's breathing heavy. He puts on the chapstick last minute, which is, again, this is part of, this is probably The Bachelor, which I just love the most. Because just seeing two people's faces and and reactions and actions when they're in this confrontational point. <laughs> when you're in this awkward point where we know we've all been I in know. those different points. It's fascinating to me to see how every person reacts a little bit differently. Yeah. And then yeah. what you've got, and that's what really fascinates me about these kinds of shows. So anyway, he um, he's very nervous. He was... Pretty good, though. He got out what he needs to get out. He did the right thing. You had to go talk to her at that point. I would point. have, yeah. Yeah, there was, at that point, you knew it was Gonzo. Uh, Last-ditch effort. He says, this is the saddest part. He's like, when I'm with you, I feel like we can take over the world. And as soon as I felt... First of all, he doesn't even believe no. that. I can, I can tell in his tone, and then looking at her face, and she's like, okay, how, then I get fascinated. How is she going to deal with this? So you yeah. see both these parts, and as a lover of psychology, it's like, a, it was a goldmine, that episode, or that scene. That scene. Um, but... I'm like, um, I'm just like, oh, Brendan, I don't think she, I don't think she feels the same. And it's like, he was hoping she was saying like, I feel so confident about us. We didn't need a one-on-one or something right, like right. that. Like Some what was, what reality? Hope, right. But we all, it's happened to me too, where yeah, you know, you it's really delusional, know. Yeah. you know, it's, there's no chance, but there's something about you that's just not just ready to give up the hope. Right. So a for effort. Yeah. A for effort. Beautiful guy. She stops him midway. She's like, I gotta stop you right there. We're and not gonna get there. That's we're not the gonna get there, which is phrase. true. And so he leaves and he says goodbye to Blake, which I'm not sure if you saw this. I read that they grew up together. Oh, really? Yeah, like literally we're on the same hockey team what? as children. Aww. And he encouraged him to go on Katie's season and then after went on with them, oh, which is crazy. I don't know why they don't share stuff like that. What do you have any theories why they would Probably wouldn't? because it wasn't like contentious. It was loving. Yeah. 
Yeah, but but from what I can tell, the I, again, I'm only in, I'm only really look at the Reddit cesspool. And of I the think Bachelor. they're trying to make it Wait. so it's not obvious that like if you know somebody you can get in yes when that's, good, that's a better is. point that's a good point i wanted to tell you something funny that happened with me on reddit this Uh-oh. week though with the bachelor reddit because okay. i i don't comment or go into it because it's a crazy place it's I not like the rest of reddit imagine. it's but it's funny and it's been funnier way funnier this season than like then uh, matt's was all about races all about this and that and i was like this is informative but this isn't a good time and this has been it's been a good time this time and there's been memes greg said i laugh it's and some people are so clever and they have so much time because they're all looking at their home like they know all these facts about them Whoa. so anyway it was um they posted a picture of michelle the next bachelor who, who bachelorette which i really like and it was like they were all commenting on how she's 10 out of 10 gorgeous by this and that and i put my first comment in a while i put she seems like a freaking awesome, amazing, it's a fucking, <laughs> fucking awesome, amazing personality. I think there's a like hundred girls at every bar that are more attractive. And I got fucking crushed. Hundreds what? of downvotes. This and that. The funniest part is on Reddit nowadays, if you, a lot of people are very depressed and stuff on, online. So if you say, if you see something and somebody says something dangerous, you can send an auto, like a message to an auto ma- a moderator that gives you like a list of sources. And someone sent me that <laughs> when I said that as a joke, which I thought was hilarious because I don't find Michelle as attractive as everybody sources else. Sources of what? Just like suicide hotlines, <gasps> this and that kind of thing. What? It's just like, it's if you're having trouble, tell somebody. Were they all I, like, I thought it was so you. funny. Racist, no, like, no, 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 it was just they were they couldn't believe that I didn't find Michelle attractive, so uh, they're sending this as a joke to, to, to be uh, like, oh, you must be suicidal or yeah. crazy. So I found that okay, so okay, funny. Okay, okay. I said, and then I got another award that was, I don't know how these, I work. don't know what this means. This isn't, I'm on Reddit all the time, I'm never on this corner of oh, okay. Reddit, so this is like, these are just very passionate, like bloggers and things that, and I think Hunter's even on there and stuff. And there's AMAs from the contestants all the time, ask me anything. But it's the first time I snug into that little cesspool and they hit me with all these hilarious things. Then another Take My Energy Award, which is like saying, like, um, you had the guts to say something I've been thinking forever. And it's just, I was like, whoa, I just got out of there real quick. But I thought it was a, <laughs> a very, a very funny, very funny situation okay. from Reddit. Well, that is so, funny. You got um, an award. Yeah, a couple of awards. So but you got a lot of upticks. Hundred downvotes. Downvotes. Correct, because everyone didn't agree with me, which you're not okay. supposed to use that, but we won't get too deep into the Reddit got it, pool got it, here. Got it. It's becoming more corporate and corporate every year anyway. But anyway, so where were we? So Group date. Group date. So firefighter with the meme hair is gone. And then before the one-on-one with Mike Penis, they had the final group date. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Penis is a, is a character from the Eric Andre show. I just oh, have to really? shut that out. It's Mike Penis. I'm named after my dad's penis. <laughs> it's very stupid. Uh, anyway, so Mike Penis, they have the final group date with Michael A., Justin, Blake, and Andrew. Mm-hmm. And it's a George O'Keefe-inspired art, which I was actually right outside the GOK Museum when I went to Santa mm. Fe, actually, in New Mexico. Uh, good stuff. But it's all based on vaginas, and they have a cute artist there, have them kind of judge her work, and then they have to create their own work, right? Yes. So Michael A. goes first, and he does the little butt sculpture. Which yes. Was, I, don't know, I hated the state, so really... if I'm not enthusiastic, that's why. <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan either. Justin. So he's been, every <laughs> time he draws, it's a really beautiful rose, right? And then the rest of it was pretty average. So can he only draw uh, draw roses? Is what I was thinking. Perhaps because he maybe he's dr- not fucking inspired <laughs> yeah. because their relationship isn't showing us anything. Oh, other than um, I just love 
how he looks at the camera. It's yeah. like The Office. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I love when they can do that on The Bachelor. I think oh, that's so break funny. The third wall. Yeah, I think yes. Greg does that very well. And he well gave as, like as well. Andrew and Katie were like making out, and he just like his face yeah, like yeah, during yeah. it was so He's funny. He's had good reactions to the whole. I did you see the racist racist tweets from him came out recently? Oh yeah, I don't know. I heard he had a good response to them though. Yeah, like I took they were really forever, good accountability. Like he was like. 13 or 14 every single i just don't get why people don't delete them if you 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 know you're going on the show fucking delete them it's just so stupid i again i don't i wrote down i'm not sure if i fully trust justin or trust i don't trust their relationship yeah because we just haven't seen that much and like so good looking out of all the guys like when they were talking about how jealous they are that greg got a one-on-one he didn't he wasn't interviewed didn't say anything i just don't think there's a connection there not not a worthy connection there yeah yeah, like I guess her big thing is like she says that like, I can be myself, but she says that's everyone too. Yeah, it's honestly. I thought Andrew's painting was good. I thought that was the best one. Yeah, yeah, the it was cool, cute. really like it was good art. Like yeah, I thought I can't I can't draw like that. It's like a big mouth, obviously the suggestive eating the sushi roll. Um, and then Blake doesn't even try for suggestive. He just apparently goes right after. We was. don't get to see it. I tried to look on Reddit and other places to see if anybody had it. I didn't see it anywhere. Uh, we just have to assume it's something ex- very exploitative. And very Sometimes insane. they do that, like just to make it seem like it's worse. Than I wouldn't it put is. it past. I don't put anything past these. Uh, like they didn't have to cover like the, the butt on Michael A's. Yeah, no, we all know what a butt looks like. And I, <laughs> I, I think Blake had a similar situation in Tasha's season. Did I read? Did he have to do something there? And he made something uh, 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 incredibly there was an sexual. Art, yeah, there was an art date. And that wasn't even a sexual art date. He was, But no, he was made it sexual because that seems to be the, his, thing. The, his character is, is kind of how he's just sex positive, which is just most guys I've met. But whatever. <laughs> so, no, I'm saying he does it in the right way. If I have to be serious, Kyle, for a split second. Anyway, <laughs> we move to the group night. Unless there's anything else. No, no. And then all four of these guys, I'm thinking, have a chance at this date rose. Yeah, all no. four of them were legitimate players. I guess were that part in the in the season. We haven't. I had some trouble. One thing I noticed is we haven't gotten any fallen in love, fell in love, whatever all the four or five things are. We haven't got any of that yet, no, which is pretty it's going late. Too fast, right? But this is enough episodes in where you, Matt has, I think, said something like it six or seven in. Yeah, but it, it's probably close around here. But my problem is what's happening, like she did with Andrew and with Michael A. Like I just can't. like she's saying too much almost like with Andrew she was like making these promises like I'm confident that you and I could face anything together and make it through Uh or with Michael A being like I'm thinking about this and this is I picture our life together all the time like it's almost like maybe she does it's it's true but I just don't think it's yeah I think you need to be really fucking careful with that because why would that you're pumping them up and saying, like, why you're amazing and how this could work and all this stuff. When in reality, like, you're going to have to send them home yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Like, just hold that, maybe, right. until no, it's, like, absolutely real. Yeah, very Because difficult. then it's just, it, feel, it feels, like, too much misleading. You're right. Sometimes and too I think she's And gen- I think she genuinely means all of this. Yeah. But I think she's a little codependent. Oh, yeah. And, and again, uh, 90% Aren't of people, <laughs> 90 to 95% And of I didn't like that. Michael A's quote. I was curious. Well, not that I didn't like it, but I'm curious your opinion on the, what I needed to hear from her was that we'll figure it out. Love is the only thing that matters. Yeah. 
No, that's a that's a, I thought that whole conversation was really interesting because because if you talk about like our friend, your friend that we were talking about earlier, obviously love isn't the only. No, thing that it's matters. not, and it's it's it, it isn't, and it that was a can be naive. behind people's like situations. I don't think it would work for me to be like there's nothing ex. You know, I think I might say that <laughs> at least feel it at times in the world. Like, if like, I love somebody but do. they're treating me like shit, totally. If you break that down, yeah, it's an absolutely stupid way to be. It's like love, <laughs> love is. The only thing, but he was no, all giddy, to, which is really that's cute. what I'm saying. He did say all the right things because again, all of these people are in the honeymoon, not even yeah. have even reached the honeymoon stage of their relationship, and they're kind of feeling like, oh, I'm pretty deep into this hometowns. And did you so hear let's him do it. talk about how he really needs reassurance from her because he takes care of his son, yes, and his in laws? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? It's a, it's a big it's Michael A. Has a, a lot, a lot going on. But that's the thing I want to get into uh, after that is Katie is like. She feels like she's saying, like, I'm ready to be a mom tomorrow. And she's kind of going in any kind of, like, she was saying that. She was like, yes. I'm thinking about the son, thinking about this. And it seems like, like you're saying, every relationship, she's willing to to Commit flow that. into whatever that piece, whatever, as opposed to her having her demands and her needs. Yes. Which is interesting because I actually kind of, sometimes I do think, like, I am a little watery in the way where, like, I could flow into a different lifestyle. So mm-hmm. it does make sense, but it feels something felt a little off about it, whereas uh, we're not hearing enough about what Katie needs and what she wants, and can you meet those demands? Right, and is that I realistic? Be... Maybe for her, that is her lifestyle, and that yeah. is what she likes. She likes to provide and give whatever her partner needs, but that also doesn't fit with who I think she seems. Right, no, that's and that's what I, that's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, I, for me, again, she's not a water sign, right? Because that would go into my theory really Do we well. know this? <laughs> well, water she's signs? either Capricorn or a Cancer. The Capricorns... You mean Capricorn or Aquarius? No, she's... Because I just remember Why? being a C. So it's Capricorn, I think. I think Capricorn. And that's, that's Earth? That goes my theory. Yeah. We need to know your moon No, we need Katie. to know... Yeah, we need to know her moon <laughs> and Venus. Right. Uh, it'd be more interesting. I'm going to look up astro chart. Anything interesting about Venus going into Virgo this week? Venus is in its detriment in Virgo. Detriment. It's, like it's the exalted in Pisces, which means it's like expanded in Pisces. And so, and Virgo is opposition to Pisces. Mm. So it's kind of inhibited in um, Virgo because Virgo really wants things to be practical and are, they're all about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like they're very singular focus. While they might do things for other people, but it's a singular focus. Mm-hmm. Whereas Venus is all about relationship and luxury and like let's not think about like i mean it's about a little bit about rules the house of personal finance but not that much Mm -hmm. um so it's nice if like you need to have a nice conversation a good practical conversation with your significant other or you need to put some limits maybe on your um extravagant spending (laughs) are these all personal things that are going no just kidding always (laughs) But yeah, that's interesting. Whose astro are you looking up? I'm looking at Katie's. Oh, okay. Chart. Yeah, so I don't. She just seems if again if I go to my basic thing, which is always I love to assign people by their. Uh, oh my gosh! Somebody has our signs. full chart. I'm not surprised. Capricorn Sun, Leo Moon, Emily Kohler, Leo Moon, Holler, <laughs> Holler, Emily Kohler. <laughs> so anyway, Michael A gets the rose. <laughs> Michael A. Well, hold on. Andrew S. and her they talk. I guess I got he. That's when they talk about him, like with the professional athlete thing, which I always find really interesting mm-hmm. because it's really difficult. You train, yeah, you absolutely. You train every week of your whole life for twenty years, and he's like, 
now luckily what he's on the bachelor like i guess that's that's his next step in life and it's hard 99 percent of athletes that don't make it they and even the ones that do their career is done at the like 30 so then you have this crazy kind of oh my god what the fuck am i doing because to even get to play austrian professional football you have to work your ass off yeah. and you got to put other things to the side and yeah. so all these things come in when you're older 26 27 luckily he seems like he has such a good head on his he shoulders really does. i should be okay but i've, I've definitely felt I, I like andrew so much but we'll him. get to him after that because you like you said are right, this is still before yeah so before andrew and, and it creates the one-on-one the, the first one-on-one that he had where he had the yeah, lights and that, that was, was awesome and i'm and falling again, for you i thought it, i was like Andrew's my pick. I think for me, for me, Michael A. Like you just said before, he got the rose. I I was a little surprised. Again, again, I thought every person could have got it besides Justin. I thought, and but I was like Michael A. eh, I think if she wasn't gonna take him to hometowns, then she would send him home earlier. She would have sent him home, or like I think he was the person she had to give it to to like give that reassurance because there's so much at stake Mm -hmm. for him. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's what it was about more so than maybe a connection i don't know yeah i still i i I guess the connection andrew and blake seem better so that's where i thought that she was going to be right there's a whole process okay and then so then that happens anything before we move on to mike p no. All right, so here's a big, a big psychology, Jamie kind of thing okay. subject. So we'll get to it in a second. But he gets a shot, and um, I don't love this state for oh, the, the fact <laughs> that everyone is watching. I don't like, but the idea of the date, all my former and current lovers know I'm a huge cuddler. It's my oh. favorite thing. I fucking love it. It's if I had to choose between sex and cuddling for the rest of my life, cuddling not and it's not what? even close because it's the talking, you get to know them, you're there and it's just the person on person you feel so close to them where sex for me is like a, uh, I get maybe insecure sometimes not early early on and it's just like cuddling for me I can do the first date but sex takes me a little bit to I be comfortable so do much. you yeah wow it surprises me a little bit I thought you might with with Max really I guess would... Max I'm clingy like but I can't I don't like it for too long That's you know inter- what I mean like I want them to like like I want them to like hug me or kiss me or like when I go up like let me hug him and kiss him yeah. but if it's longer than like a Get couple minutes face. i don't like it <laughs> all right well cuddle queen jean maybe you need a, cuddle a, queen a jean. you need a little session with her or something i was i was obsessed with her i was like wow there's these different ways i'm going to start looking up these different cool ways but i guess it was slightly awkward i like to play wrestling <laughs> <laughs> okay well write that down people at home that's <laughs> But um, slightly awkward for the virgin, I guess he says it even. He says it's slightly awkward. And I, what I loved, again, another, <laughs> speaking of the puritanical vibes from this episode, they just dress them all in white, all in white. right? And the virgin is so obvious. Yeah, it's very in the woods and all that He's kind of stuff. got his chain hanging. Yeah, it was very, it was like a picturesque in, in a way. I thought Mike looked hot, though. Was what he's I hot. Too. Yeah, he's definitely hot. A little oxytocin hug. They do the oxytocin the, um, hug. The, the giggling was discomfort. It yeah. wasn't like. Oh, absolutely. They're party. cackling like nervous school students. And he it's. cuddled. Cuddle Queen Jean was concerned. She was pissed too. She I was think pissed. she want to show it. She's You're like, not taking not me seriously. Doing. Also, yeah. I'm here to give you feedback, and my feedback exactly is you shouldn't be together. <laughs> yeah, it's a, she's like, what's the problem? Yeah, she like, can't figure it out because her life, you know, I I get want to hang out with her, but she's an incredible. Cuddler. Well, I was thinking about who she normally does these sessions for, which is probably like Naropa people, yeah, who are just like down so to it. have these. Yeah deep experience of touch and then they got these two chuckle fox yeah Yeah, absolutely and uh uh they go to the lap of luxury which is actually this is interesting i don't know if you noticed this i saw so this is goes to your point i saw when they did the lap of luxury called queen jean 
uh, exits the scene. <laughs> and so, and so she, she, she put on her green team <laughs> and then she drank her oval team. But no, she... <laughs> Um, she uh, exits the scene, so I'm thinking they're like, "Oh, we're laughing a lot because you're right here, and that's what's making us uh, awkward." Even though that might not have even been the actual reason. That's my like, Gene, this isn't working. Out my brain, my brain went there. Lap of luxury. Lap of luxury. Again, that's a favorite of mine. They um, do that in some therapy, which is why, of course, he was probably talking about yeah, his mother. Right. Is like when people do talk about it's like a reparenting strategy mm-hmm. to like put the person on. They lay on your lap. It makes so much sense to me. So it's full surrender. Yeah. Kind of like a parent. And he child. says, he says, Katie is so calming, so nurturing, nurturing. And I love nurturing. And he goes, she reminds me of my mom. Yes. <laughs> okay. So like, this is, uh, you got a field day. We have actually have, we have Freud on the line. He's called <laughs> into the show. We're going to talk to him. Again, I've said it on this podcast. I say it all the time. I want someone like my mom. Yeah. I had a great upbringing experience. She loved me unconditionally. So of course I'm going to. But there's something about, it's weird to name it on national TV after one date and you're the virgin. There's a, so you're playing into your storyline completely that you're just this like Catholic stay at home schoolboy kind of thing, right? Well, here's the thing. I don't, I think we can make it to be a bigger deal than it is, right? I think it's totally normal to think of your mom. That's what I was saying. Especially as a virgin. Like, I had this one professor who talked about sex in a way where he was, like, energetically and, like, physically, spiritually, when you engage with sex with somebody and you're skin to skin naked like that, the first experience you had with that was with your mother. so obvious. And so it's, you're gonna, that's gonna be in your consciousness every time you have sex, whether you like it or not, for everybody, women, men. Yeah. Is your first skin to skin touch and connectedness of being one, like being in your mother's body and then that skin to skin. Like that's just how it is. I'll say it. I had a dream about mom sexually. Uh, it wasn't like <laughs> this is the first time James could freak out. I was young. I was I was really okay. young too. Maybe and it, we've hit my it limit. It <laughs> freaked me out, Jamie. Yeah. I walked around like a zombie for like didn't want to say hi to mom for a year. <laughs> it was like probably twelve. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. I've had sex dreams about people I don't want to have. Right. When I see them, I'm like, no. Ah, yeah. No. Absolutely. And there's <laughs> that whole thing. We all want our parents. It's even like I think there's something with with women all the time that seek out parts of their father that they were when they were kids. It's definitely basic psychology. There's, so there's like you said, it's not a big deal. It, uh, just the whole vibe the way of it, they the aesthetic it of it, and really, the production really of it, good. and the whole storyline of Mike P. It's all, and then he's getting crushed on the internet because of this. And I'm like, no, like we all want our moms, and that's all great, and it's all great and all. But just like, oh, Mike, you could have just he's done it a couple of times where it's like he was so he's, earnest. He's like, it. yeah, he's because that's and that's, he's just fitting right into all the stereotypes of a virgin. Yeah, and it's he's and just like, oh, Mike, no, it's like yeah, we know. like I love this about you. I love Mike. Like this is so cool. I like how you want your mom. Just not for your image. And don't say it on your first date either. I don't know if Katie. He was super comfortable with that either. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't like to hear that uh, on a you first date. Remind me date. a lot of my mom. I don't think I would like, and especially with Katie's. And mom they were and all, all very like, gen- and it's like they're very heteronormative stereotypes of women too. Like you're mm-hmm. a nurturer and a giver. Exactly, that's and what I was thinking I too. Just can sense you take on other people's stuff. Right, right, right. But yeah, it was just it, the whole thing was it was just so like he, he just self awareness and he's thinking that it's going really well and that's what made this next scene very very sad. Right. Mm-hmm. Where he, they don't even. Get I the could night tell, portion. like as soon yeah. as they were spooning, I was like, she's realizing she has to say goodbye, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't. I thought she was gonna wait until the nighttime, the night. and then all of a sudden, I was like, wait, they haven't shown any previews of yeah. them at dinner. 
and when he's sitting there in his white outfit, yeah. it was it was hard it's to summer. watch. Yeah. More she than comes usual. in crying. I'm well, it was starting to get really real, man. all of them, right? She she comes in crying and she's miserable. I think he even said it was like I'd rather get he said it to hey. her on the date. I'd rather get my heart broken a hundred times then before break I break someone's me. heart. Yeah. Again, Meanwhile, she's like, I'm about to break your yeah. heart. So she, in a way, person. she sent him on the one-on-one to break up with him in a lot of ways because you know you either have to give him the rose or not so yes. she knew unless something major happened maybe she kept the slightest no. bit of the door open because she just seems that kind She's of person like yeah. yeah and it's what he you're escaped told the cult, to do though. on the show he, he was walking away oh, he was walking, walking away and it was like oh you just escaped the cult yeah that's how it felt it was just very midsummery and just very like white kind of summer i want to watch that but i'm too scared yeah you got to be in the right mood but i'd highly recommend it it's nothing like i've ever seen before but so anyway uh it's really affecting katie and things are getting real fast for old katie thurston and again big goodbye to michael good luck and uh we go to the rose ceremony and Caitlin and Tasha, again, I have to say, ravishing their matching black outfits. Um, such an improvement over Chris Harrison. I have to say it once. I'll say it a million times. It's great yeah. that we have these two new hosts. And they're just cool. They're just cool girls, too, cool. which is just so cool to, to have. I and know. So we know Greg and Michael A. at this point are going to hometowns no matter what. Yep. No and cocktail party. I'm all. thinking, I wrote down, there's no way Blake is gone. There's just no, no. way at this point. They so, already And they already showed scenes from him going okay. home. So yeah. I was like, okay, who's it going to be? So I'm thinking, Andrew you know, it's obviously Justin. in between Andrew and Justin. I'm like, this is kind of be boring. It's Justin obviously doesn't have what her yeah. and Andrew have, but... No, she says Justin's name for the final rose. And I thought if you look back at it, he's genuinely No, surprised. he is. He's like, it's me? I think he almost <laughs> didn't Justin? even want it. Yeah, because I think him and Andrea are boys too, which is, yeah. I guess it's going to be yeah, hurt to hurt your friends. And that. Again, he looked surprised. Uh, I I don't get it. You know, maybe I don't get it either. she narrowed it down to Greg, Michael, and Blake already. And maybe she knew that Andrew would be much harder to dump after hometowns. Well, and that's even what she said. She's the one, he's the one that she said, I can't look your mom or your sister yes. in the eye and lie to them. And so she does that's no problem happening. lying. Just yeah. Family. Well, I think he's an LKS FSP low key fantasy sweet pick. <laughs> oh, that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, yeah, she just like, wants to have sex That's with definitely him, happened with Where them. it's like not that emotional. Yeah, well, that's happened, which we all love and we all down. need too. So if I he's think down, that's, I'm down. I have no problem with that whatsoever if that's the but choice. But then, then we have this big rom-com yep. dramatic scene of a goodbye. Yeah, last her and Andrew are both heartbroken. Ugh, I think he crying. really liked her yeah, a lot. He really was genuine. I loved him so much. Uh, he, was, he was my favorite sweet, guy in that, sweet from man. the whole time that he's a football player. He was really cool about making the other people not talk shit about yep. other people which i love and he's doing this he's really he was cute like very Katie. mature but like innocent at the same time yeah he was like, that perfect mixture of like machismo but also like willing to go there with katie and talk about anything if you got it. there like pretty love quickly it. smile again looked like gianna so he's just so, bachelor so vibes. cute very 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 much a bachelor edit in my opinion he's not on paradise not that we've heard not that we know of yet okay i hope not he's too so good for it. she falls to the ground sobbing we see the car kind of drive away and she wakes up we see her in her in her room the next day she says she's feeling better then we get a knock, knock on the door knock, and knock. it's that sly now famous smile of andrew yeah. and she seemed really happy as, I know. Down. as soon as she saw him she's probably missing him over the night he said he wants to leave having a smile on his face <laughs> and i get that that makes some sense to me right you always want very long, no though. it does not last <laughs> very long and it never will and i can tell a lot of times with this might be like a, it's always weird now to go like men and women thing but yeah, like yeah. Um, no it's, I think it still holds true in some regards he knows like it can be really good and really like we can leave with a smile on our face but what he's doing is actually 
almost hurting her a little bit more by seeing her is kind of where I was going with the male versus female because yes to him he can leave with a smile on his face after he's seen her but you're kind of confusing her and I'm obviously bringing wounds from my past but it's like you're kind of giving her even another reason to be oh no I have to go through this heartbreak of you leaving again yeah. you know what I'm saying sure that's how I felt when it happened so anyway they talk more and again another man I think it was heart. a ploy from the beginning before he even gave her the letter a ploy because this has happened in one of my breakups yeah to be like I think you still want me yeah and I think you made the wrong choice yeah there's I'm a like, lot I'm gonna show you how you made the wrong oh, choice oh 1000% yeah I like that attitude so he does again he, the move where he hands her the note and said read this later which I can have done it before as well and it is adorable uh, again, he it says, what does it say? If 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 she changes her mind, yeah. he'll be waiting. And I've it, had this before. The, it's, it's the most. So... Yeah, it sucks. The most. Well, it's funny actually. Say I've written letters that I regret, and I was just talking to an ex recently about. I still have her letter to me, and she's like, "Oh my god, never read that to me ever again." Because like once you're in right in that breakup, you say all the craziest stuff. And if I was to read it, it's nothing like her. It's just in that moment. I remember writing one to Erica. One of my, if you read that shit to me now, I'd be cringing harder than anything I could ever cringe hard over. Because you're in the worst emotional spot, right, in your life. Because you've just been dumped. You're trying to figure <laughs> it out, or you, a couple of times you can even dump them and want them back. Whatever it is, you're just in the not a great point to make good decisions, right? No. Do you want to talk about your situation? <laughs> I'm just, I'm so wishy-washy and have been when it comes to breakups. Like, What do you mean? You um, take people back quickly? Or, or, or what well, do you my wish, high school boyfriend, sure we do? broke up three different times. Oh, I remember the last seven, time times. he was like, this is the last time I'm doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was up. like, yeah, I think you're right. I think you should set that boundary on me because I probably, I'll get bored and and it's just not right. Yeah. But the one where like never forget me like I'll always wait for you or like when you get back from this and I'll I'll be here it wasn't attractive to me yeah it was well, more, and, it, and it also attractive. felt like I'm no I'm telling you I want to leave yeah like, I just said that yeah stop clinging like I'm setting this like goodbye yeah. like I, you need to grieve this because now it puts me in a position where I like have to maybe reject you again, again in right, the future that's what you're talking like, about, I don't right. want to do that no it's a, it's a similar thing where I, I'm reading this letter from the girl from my ex and my brain goes, I know where she is right now. And I I feel so sorry that, you, that that's where you're there. And I appreciate you and you're cute. So much but I'm guilt. reading it and I'm like, I don't feel a fucking little bit of this. So mm. you need to like, we need to get like closer to it. But it's also like, especially I was only 19. So I was like, I don't want to break her heart so much. So I think I even said like, I read them as beautiful. If it ever happens, I'm not closing the door completely. Even yeah. though I think internally I might have closed sure. the door. But, yeah, it's a way to... We do this about with goodbyes in the therapy room. Like people's inclination is to say, oh, I'll see you later. Or like maybe in the future we'll work out or something. It's just a way to avoid the finalness. Yeah. You probably will never see this person or be with this person. Yeah. Which I a way to avoid the grief. You need to do that. You need to give the finalness. Yeah. No, it needs to be like I hear that. And like we may never see each other again. This is really sad. Yeah. But it's hard for me. I'm not good at it's advice. It's so difficult for everybody. It's a very And I hard have had a um, closure with a like, kiss. Yeah. No, I've had sex. Uh, so breakup sex is breakup fantastic. Sex. And until you, until you realize you're not getting married. But she but... chases him after she gets the note and reads it. Andrew. Yeah. And she looked the most dramatic so oh. cute. What do you, what do you think about me at all? Yes. Like, <laughs> looking at him. I have it all. 
if you could stay, would you? Like, I was just like, where her face transformed. Like, like Darcy, when she's asking for food, perfect. Her face analogy. transformed, and I was like, what? She was just. I like, don't want to say no to that. Darcy looking for a treat. <laughs> Do you think maybe you want to come back a little more? Yeah. And I'm like, you bitch. You could say anything. Do you think maybe you, like, could, you could kill the president of Zimbabwe? For <laughs> like, yes, I'll do it. I'll that's do like it. when we were kids, we'd be like, rub my back just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, more. how the fuck do you say no to that? It's so imp- I can't believe you did it. But I, you I'm brought glad it, he did. Yeah, you, I agree. You brought it up a little bit before, though. There was what? probably a little psychological upper hand here, right? So now he leaves with more of a dignity than just purely being broken up. At the end of the day, with. he said no. Exactly. Last. He exactly. got the last and no. I can, that is every single relationship I had until my last one. Mm. It was all built on the upper hand, you can say, yeah. egotistically. Can sure. I feel like, just bring myself up a little bit, even though it's all fake and I hate, I'm so glad I'm over that because it sucks. And Andrew doesn't seem like that, but it's so hard. So it's, it's so hard to be in the moment. It's not conscious. conscious. So it's, it's absolutely super romantic. And like, that's just how he is in relationships. And now he's, now it's going to work. He's going to have more confidence leaving probably now that that happens. So say what you want about it. It probably worked in some way. Yeah, definitely bachelor. I'll be happy to watch his season. I'll be thrilled. He's going to have women like (laughs) crazy over him. Amazing kiss. He's Great. set up after he leaves his abroad football yeah. league. No, he just he's, he's Andrew. I be, wish you nothing but the best. He's he's the winner of the season thus far. I would say, um, unless he's really, really one hundred percent love, which I think he really genuinely liked her. But yeah, okay. So I guess I would like to have seen what would have happened if he said yes. Right? Would he should he have had to like say, "Hey, Jess, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> like, I like you. Or would they give five hometowns? Five Sometimes hometowns, they throw curveballs or whatever. Probably. That's what I was like. Are we gonna do this? I was like almost exhausted. Like, Ugh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Do this. It, it was home, it was please, nice. Please, You're right. Home. It was a weird feeling of nice as a viewer being like, oh, he said no. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, 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 no, good. I didn't want to deal with any a, of that. It was also shit. like um, there was no cringe about it. Like it was all very much. It was good. It was it just felt right. I think she was caught up in the moment. Yeah, and I can't blame her because it all made again those eyes. I like how you brought that up because I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like, what the? I was like, holy shit, she's like a cartoon character in this yeah, it really big changed. brown eyes yeah. and they're all welled up and the cute little voice and I'm like Mouth. oh she couldn't I couldn't I'm weak man <laughs> there's no way I could do anything so anyway this was a jam-packed week next week is a jam-packed week because we have hometowns and then the mel- Menta- men tell all so is there anything you want to say lastly in this situation in this episode before no. we move on to next week I think I'm ready for next week this felt jam-packed yeah yeah especially because we What's skipped another one, term two. for jam-packed that we can use condensed why you don't like jam packed? I mean, you're just looking for alternative. Yeah, I'd like. I'm trying to broaden my vocabulary. Okay. And not use the same terms over so and over. So condensed works. Just felt full, full, overwhelming. Yeah. Jam packed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week.